0: welcome to Allies of Convenience, the international competitive Warhammer 40,000 podcast. My name's Alex Ray, your host, and this signals the last installment of our seemingly never-ending ETC coverage. I hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, Thank you so much to all the guys that have been involved in uh, not only putting it together, but all the people who have been involved as guests, giving us a unique insight into what is without a doubt, the largest-scale competitive endeavour in the Warhammer 40,000 calendar around the world. I really hope you've enjoyed the insight. Um, This episode sees us speaking to Team Ireland and then a fitting final instalment with Tom Adriani, who is uh, the chairman of the ETC, speaking with Mike Collins about their plans going forward, uh, changes, how they're looking to... Adapt with the ever-changing Wyama Forty Thousand landscape uh, and all that good stuff as well. So, hopefully, you enjoy it. Here it is.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another mini episode of the Allies of Convenience. I'm joined today by Ern Mahoney. I didn't. I didn't get it right, did I? I mean, no. Like, even though we spent ages <laughs> telling, telling telling me what it actually was. It's David. Uh, it's David. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> fuck's sake. Oh, oh my... <laughs> my name is Owen O'Malley. Owen yeah. O'Malley, that's the one. Yeah. Fucking hell. Talk about... Talk about say what you see. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah, I'm joined by Owen Mahoney. How are you doing, mate? I'm thanks. Yeah, how are you getting on? Um i'm well <laughs> despite fucking up quite early in the conversation it was only, it was only like the first thing you said There's the tone yeah i think i'll keep that in that's good yeah. let's, stay, let's stay in let's stay in it, show, it shows my human side uh,
2: there we were we're a podcasting machine <laughs>
1: yeah yeah thanks for that mate you obviously never listen I know.
2: I'm sure I listened to the last one because there are people I knew on it, <laughs> other than you. <laughs> oh, yeah,
1: Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> ah, dear me. So, how are things, mate? Obviously, it's been a little while since the ETC, so you've had plenty of time to soak all up.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's been a. It's been yeah. It's been like two months, and uh, it's a sad. It's a sad two months in which I've played about half of a game before today. It's horrible, isn't it? These these couple of months after. Yeah, but I'm uh, I'm actually. Looking forward to, to to getting some games in now, as soon as possible. I think the uh, it's it's the the, the valley has gone down and then now it's
1: time to get back up into it. Yeah. The bunch of lists right now they want to try out things. Yeah, the power has been returned to the whack lab as uh yeah. as uh, Simon likes to put. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, yeah, you go ahead, go crazy. Now well, at least we know now what we're going to be doing for the ETC next year because we've had the first vote in haven't we so yeah, yeah. we know roughly what's going on but we won't bore anyone with that yet we still haven't gone through this one so mate um, you're the uh, well you were the captain for Team Ireland I was yeah this year weren't you and yep. this was this is your first time as captain right this is my first time at an ETC and it's first ETC oh yeah of course because you always missed the ETC didn't you yep. previously wow yep. So, what, an, what an experience for the first time
2: Yeah So uh, Looking forward to, to next year When I don't have to do that <laughs> It was it was, uh, it was really It was, it was such a crack And um, Right But basically uh, Organising seven other people Is Would not be my strong suit <laughs> It's
1: It's it's herding cats mate isn't it I
2: could uh, Yeah I could barely look after my own stuff like <laughs>
1: Well, luckily you've got a lot of captains in your team, haven't you? From this was years. the best. This was
2: the best thing. I say that it, it took a lot for me to organise it, but I didn't really. <laughs> the great thing, Ireland always Ireland uh, always changes its captain every year, uh, which meant that by the time I came along, I had a, a team made out entirely out of
1: captains and like me and two other lads. Nice. So, so it was good. So it's, it's the turn of those other two other lads now then. Yeah. Captain- well, all there's- it was four four people on the team who hadn't been a captain. All right, yeah. plenty, plenty to go through yet, then, mate. Yeah. <laughs> so why don't you start, mate, with um, a little bit of uh, an intro about yourself and how we, how you got into the game and whatnot? Give us a little background.
2: Yeah, well, uh, I started playing in. Uh, I looked this up today actually because um, I, you asked the same question to the people in the last one, uh, two thousand and nine, and basically what happened was. Uh, i'd never played any kind of the game and uh any kind of part of the game and my friends were coming up to uh the city i was living in um to go to a tournament mm. and uh i was like you can stay at my house and uh they went great and i was like but what am i going to be doing for the two days when well, you guys are all doing this <laughs> they went like here's how, here are the rules for shooting <laughs> really? Yeah, I think it was like the the Wednesday beforehand. No, the they convinced me on the the Sunday beforehand, and then they sent me the digital copy of the rule book on the Wednesday and went, "There you go." Wow! And uh, yeah, so I played Tau at my first uh, tournament. <laughs> shot
1: some things. How did how did it go? Did you did you podium at all? Or
2: oh yeah, no, won the whole thing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, no, uh, no, I didn't. But uh,
2: it was pretty. It was pretty funny looking back at it now with my. uh really good friend of mine just giving me an army of things that I know all about now going, these are your crew um (laughs) you stick half of them in a forest you put the other ones in a line these are your crisis suits they jump over the crew, they shoot some things and then they jump back behind the crew to safety Wow. Um, if you get to close combat and your man says that all of your things are dead, just believe him
1: (laughs) And, uh, nice. that's how it went along so from such humble beginnings
2: yeah and you, then, then I uh, out about Necrons who were so bad at the time but uh, you know that's been me since <laughs> Necrons was the best
1: thing yeah, I'd imagine that learning the rules would have been um, would have been a great help as well <laughs>
2: I'd, I'd picked up, I picked up some words you know you say a bunch of words people think that you know what you're talking about you just keep
1: going just speed i think i think if i don't know what i'm talking about i just uh, speak speak quicker yeah. that's all yeah. you need i'm glad speed well, impresses
2: some something just say oh you don't
1: use that faq here oh that's fine that's cool. <laughs> we have nice ruling so yeah beautiful stuff so how that's- does how do you how do the uh, how do the irish pick their uh, etc team
2: well it depends actually each captain uh, chooses it a different way and what happens is uh, we have a forum um, the, the Wargaming Ireland forum and you post the, if there are multiple people going for the captaincy they post up uh, what they want to do what they hope to achieve their selection process etc <coughs> so the selection process for this uh, this year was you email anybody with any kind of interest would email um, and they'd be kind of selected and there'd be a panel of people and the, the team would be selected off the panel and the other people in the panel would help with you know uh, list ideas and, and practice games and all that sort of stuff so that that was put up um, it got voted in and then uh, so really good process and everything and then that lad moved to Italy and uh, I took over <laughs>
1: <Is> so
2: that- <laughs> uh, a really good selection process put in all the hard work at the start set up a nice panel of people to choose from Yeah. and then left and then I just walked in at the end took all the glory <laughs> beautiful sounds
1: good <laughs> yeah oh, so that's, that
2: was uh, Oshin Oshin McCormick who was on the team the last time that the lads were in Serbia playing Demons yeah yeah so uh
1: he's gone to Italy now is he
2: yeah he is yeah apparently getting a PhD and advancing your career and everything is more important than being captain of Team Ireland <laughs> the game.
1: who knew now I think they know where we're going wrong <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh shit never mind never mind so um, have you got any good stories about getting to the ETC obviously there's every year someone has in, in, in each team I think someone has a funny story about getting to the ETC some disaster will strike at least every team down once so do, you, well, go, do you guys have any uh I
2: went there I got there when I meant to and had a great time I went for a week everybody Uh, there was two groups of people the people who were going for like a week to hang out and the people who were coming just for the weekend because they didn't get time off yeah uh, so everybody was travelling together except for Pierce oh Pierce uh, yeah he decided to get a Ryanair flight because (laughs) it's 20 euro cheaper right and had nobody to split the taxi with because he arrived at a different time
1: (laughs) same as Uh, damn
2: fortune (laughs) yeah so he had himself a nice nice uh, you know uh, intimate car journey with the man who wanted all of the money for the journey <laughs> right think of uh, all the
1: money I'm saving
2: yeah he saved that money on that Ryanair air flight. <laughs> oh dear but, uh, it was uh, no
1: we all got over there
2: uh pretty okay a bunch of us stayed on uh we went
1: shooting actually oh, that was okay. yeah Prague. yeah go, go into that mate because I, I I saw some I saw some pictures I thought why didn't we think of stuff to do like that that would have been amazing yeah so
2: basically um our coach i live with him and uh, he was like well if we're going to prague um the the i know some lads who were from over there they said that they're, they they've really good like gun ranges and stuff over there so we looked into it and like for not a lot of money they picked us up from the hotel drove yeah. us like well out into the countryside into basically a quarry and then we got to sh-
1: <laughs> with eight, like, with eight, like eight eight perfect holes dug yeah, I know. <laughs> the of the
2: so, There was only four of us, but like about um, about twenty minutes into the car journey, I was like, "Well, is uh, we want to be stopping now and finding a nice safe place, or so we am going to start crying." <laughs> yeah. but, um, so we got there, and then all the, the weapons we shot: AK 47s sniper rifles, shotguns, and forty four magnums. All the is this it's
1: sort of just be- is this before the ETC as well? This was after the ETC. Oh, which it's after. We,
2: we, yeah. We to get it is. Uh, before the ETC but we they, we couldn't do it in time because we wanted to put like the longest amount of distance between us shooting weapons and going to airport security <laughs> but
1: uh, yeah. apparently your day is long enough so that's fine yeah lots of gunshot residue all over you beautiful uh,
2: if you get a chance to do it it is some crack
1: it how, is how was your shoulder? it was fine yeah, um, you're, so you're a real man is what you're saying well I don't know <laughs> I just check. Yeah. Yes. Well,
2: yeah, they had they had all of these. Uh, they picked that specific. Well, apart from the AK, the ones that they had specifically were for people to like who aren't used to shooting. They had special like forty four magnums with with muzzle braces on the side to so the thing didn't jump back and break your face. Yeah. So I was thankful for that. Uh, it's the ears, by I. I was hearing ringing for about about a day. Buns apparently I don't know if you've heard this are loud
1: <laughs> but they get they get progressively quieter the longer you shoot I think. <laughs> yeah that's the good thing <laughs> if it becomes less and less of a worry as <laughs> yeah
2: on. but yeah. yeah so I had like I was over in Prague for a week um, so we're all the lads traveling from Cork were there for a week and uh, then one of the lads of Dublin met up with us there and uh, had an unbelievable time it's a great place yeah actually look I'd, I'd be looking to go back there sometime, maybe in the winter. It's not.
1: I said like, exactly the same thing to Mike in in, in, uh, in against the Irish guys. Yeah, um, well, the Northern Irish guys. Um, I'd love to go there around sort of Christmas time. I think it'd be magical.
2: Uh, yeah, I would say like if there was some snow and some things like it,
1: because you could see it. They had all of these, uh, all of their
2: southern burners were on like outdoor heaters. Yeah. And initially I was, are you people crazy? I was like, <laughs> How? Can I possibly get... But no, yeah, no, apparently, like snow. You know, yeah. Cold. <laughs> yeah, real cold as well. Like, weather. You know, seasons. <laughs> like rain. Slightly less cold rain.
1: Yeah. Yeah, sounds familiar.
2: Right. Absolutely beautiful place. Really glad that I went over there for, the, for as long as I lived. Mm.
1: Yeah, it was good. It was good. So, uh,. Back to the etc part, so the actual game inside. I know we've got to get it at some point. Uh, yes. So, what did you think of the lists this year? You know, when everyone publishes their lists out, so all of the nations get all their lists up together, and we, as captains, we see it on the on the on the forum, and we yeah. give, give it to our give it to our players. You know, what were your first thoughts as a team when you saw some of the some of the filth that was there, or did you just not be surprised at all the oh, Yeah, I really list?
2: I really liked the layout of that Inquisition list
1: another one with the Inquisitor and the three servo
2: Skulls (laughs) that was good that was a good list yeah the Allies I think added to it (laughs) Uh, yeah no it it did seem like everybody when I saw them all I was like shit maybe we should have brought two Eldar and two Necrons," but um, uh, uh, there was a lot of similarities kind of all the way along yeah uh, because it was quite obvious by the time that the list submission kind of stopped what was good and what wasn't yeah and it's really interesting when you look the the part that i found the most interesting was when you look at a collection of lists and you have in your mind how they're going to play it and you find out that that's not how they've been doing it and they like we're using um certain lists as shields as like as defenders and some certain lists to, to go to and uh, and attack other ones. Yeah. But basically, the one that, the ones that stood out for me are the, you know, 112 uh, soul grinders and the 75 million war swatters. But that's. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Cool. It's, it's always hilarious when somebody goes, "Do you know what's good? This one thing. How many
1: of those can I fit into a list?" I I did quite like the Soul Grinder list. That was that was quite a good one. I thought that's that's yeah. that's a really good sort of mid mid pairing. Scary for some, you know. List. I there like are the some
2: a... so people who've just got to you no know, get it get it away from me.
1: Yeah. Just. Amused yeah. to scatterbikes, brilliant.
2: Yeah. <laughs> also, the Northern Irish one with the Mauler Fiends. Those things are quick. Yeah, John. Like they, John
1: Stowe's list, isn't it?
2: Yeah, they will they will clear a gap. Yeah.
1: Like, pretty quickly and you would be like yeah cool I'll, I'll kill a bunch of them it's like yeah, yeah then the other four especially, will be there especially for you I know why you're saying this now because you're a you're a Necron player aren't you yeah you don't like the old strength 10
2: I know it's not problem not for me no the only thing you can charge is a thing full of sides. fucking have at it by <laughs> three, 3 plus three to say every rolling ones, which has a four plus because of I reckon yeah 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 it'd be fine yeah what's the it's thing? the D it's the D that nobody likes yeah stupid elder
1: yeah or the stomps oh god I hate stomps so
2: much yeah oh lad but you know if players are good enough to roll those sixes on the D and on the stomps then you just have to give it to
1: them. <laughs> yeah have you ever played with a knight army before is not like you've actually used the knights I know because I, I I did a practice game against a friend of mine at my local club like on last Monday and I had I had three nights and a load of warp spiders you know because I'm a, I'm a fluff bunny really um, and he was trying out his invisible wolf star um, and yeah so I rolled a couple of sixes and it's like yep, fucking skills look at that like you can't teach that yeah. and it's like <laughs> it's, that's all it was it's like this, yeah, this is boring what it's shit Just two, it's boring so how yeah, do my, how do people do this to themselves
2: my. Uh, Kind of taking things to tournaments or playing games with uh, armies. Went. I took Tau to my first one, as I told you about. Yeah. Then I started playing with Necrons. Then I bought a Space Wolf army for about 120 euro. Took it to two tournaments. Then a new Necron Codex came out, and then that's with me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and that's the good new, ne- the good Necron Codex one. Yeah. No. That, the uh, the, the, the sides or.
2: No, the one with the um, catcall command badges. You know when they had yeah, more than four. Yeah. When I had to buy, when I had to buy uh, more
1: models. Yeah, cause, yeah, because like a fifteen hundred point Necron list back in the day was literally two monoliths, twenty warriors, and like maybe a lord, and that was it.
2: Twenty warriors, like you're living close to the edge. You'd be phased out. But uh, <laughs> it was uh, basically, yeah, no, it's just the fact that there was only six different units in the Codex. Yeah, they had one troop choice, and it cost a hundred and eighty points. Like, oh mate, you, you couldn't, you could just barely make a five hundred point Necron. Error.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, you lost one guy and you were dead. Yeah, yeah. just like good luck. Fuck. <laughs> good times, luck uh, The old yeah. deceiver. Uh, toughness to 8 back when people didn't have a lot of toughness to 8 stuff.
1: No, that's it.
2: Ignores all saves. Uh, Can't just leave combat. Yeah.
1: Good. <laughs> good guess. I don't know, it didn't need to ignore invulnerable saves as well? Yeah. it ignored all know. saves. Oh.
2: Yeah, back when you could, uh, if you were in base contact with an independent character, you could choose him. Yeah. At, and that was right at the time when well, at least in Ireland the matter was heavy onto um Thunderhammer uh Terminators and yeah. Vulcan and lo And they'd have like this big massive Death Star of Thunderhammer lads and Vulcan. Mm. And they'd charge you. And then the the deceiver would just leave and then charge <laughs> back in again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All the whilst your uh, your monolith was immune to meltaguns guns as well. Yeah. Yep. Glory days good old days it was good yeah so how do you uh, how does Team Ireland prepare then as a team are you you one of these teams who sort of do it all through Skype or are you practicing this is why
2: I was really angry to manage to get Pierce and Kevin Conrad on a Skype call at the same time (laughs) yeah was it pretty difficult (laughs) do you know how many like the entire team on one Skype conversation was zero yeah Uh, never actually able to get everybody on the same Didn't try that hard after how horribly it went this one time, this one Sunday. Spent the entire day trying to get everyone together. But um, basically, so uh, there was a group of us, four of us based out of uh, Cork who were on the team. uh, And five of the lads were in um, Dublin. Mm. So basically, uh, they'd meet up once a week. We'd meet up, like I lived with one of them, and we just see each other all the time and those lads will see each other all the time and then we Skype conversation and, and talk in the forums like between between us so it's kind of like we had two different groups yeah which I think maybe helped us a lot because you can get into a situation if you're all talking all the time a list can come up and you just kind of everybody just kind of agrees and it gets kind of uh stale I'd say probably the best way they put it and yeah. uh everybody just going, oh, you know, that, that that could probably work. Whereas when you have two different groups that talk to each other all the time, you can go like, no, we think this is better. Or, mm. So, yeah, that's uh, kind of how we did it then. Travelling up and down to uh, to to play practice games and stuff and playing practice games against each other all the time and uh, roping in lads around to play practice games.
1: Yeah, you've got quite a, well, I say a small community, but you've got quite a close-knit community, haven't you? You know,
2: oh, it's small. Oh, small, smaller. How I describe it?
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> perfectly formed, though. Apparently,
2: but it's it's great because um, everybody knows everybody. That's it.
1: Yeah. Basically, just, all your tournaments are basically practice games for the ETC. I bet.
2: <laughs> uh, no, not really. Actually, because we play sixteen fifty all the time because Ooh, it fits better into the the, the time frame
1: more so it's, social it's, time I suppose
2: yeah so it's it's if we're doing three games one day and two games the next day it's 16.50
1: yeah it's 18.50 just kind of takes too long yeah um, I agree. Unless, you, unless you've got four and a half hour rounds obviously and then then everyone gets to finish <laughs> their games don't they <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah nobody comes out of time at the ETC because there's too much time
1: <laughs>
2: that's it that's it so yeah that's basically we just do that we, we uh, talk a lot and playing and throw ideas around it and uh, yeah
1: cool it works out it does Does it works out very well so why don't we actually go on to the actual ETC itself mate and you give yeah. us a little, uh, a little sort of uh, round by round blow by blow account of uh, how you guys got on so who did you end up playing in the first game
2: we got drawn against the mercenary team
1: ah so we had odd numbers this year so you were the uh, you were the lucky team to get the the unorganised team
2: well you say that but if there's any time you want to play them it's not the first round they actually have time to know that's yeah the the one advantage you have over them yeah goes away well not really I we went to the home nations um, as a team and I had five games uh, of uh, pairings yeah ahead of this match. and um I think we got we got we turned what could potentially have been a fairly good game and a bad matchup into two pretty good matchups and that was what uh what did it and we, we won the round in the end. So I was really happy with that. Beautiful show. We went we went with the tactic that we went with for every single one of our games, which was first round, I get thrown under the bus. So <laughs>
1: you're a Necron player you like the best didn't you
2: yeah Oh, it's good Oh, literally spent all of my points making a unit that is unkillable unless you have knights or
1: Eldar <laughs> and then but you got knights that's... and Eldar
2: no I got uh, Eldar and
1: demons oh well half of it you can kill yeah you'll be fine yeah that's great uh, yeah it was good um, yeah uh, do, you, do you know what the end score was versus the the mercs
2: no lad I'm actually terrible at this uh, yeah. What you have, what, you this, have whole e- this whole ETC log i uh, <laughs> terrible what, at it do you that know book that they gave you that has all of the people's uh, the, all of the teams and their lists and it's printed off
1: yeah I lost that during <sighs> during what, bro, the what? mercenary game <laughs> for, <Nice. laughs> for the
2: rest of it I was sitting at a table with my phone <laughs> and the Warhammer forum open nice just showing lists of people going like <laughs> what do they put up um, great next. What's in it? It's a, it's a Centurion star. Look, just... We don't have a lot of time here.
1: Just, it's a <laughs> Centurion star. Well, that's impressive, mate. That is impressive. Well, they yeah. were, like, individualised as well, so... Like, there was an Irish book. Yes. No, <laughs> <Yes. laughs> Nice. Someone's got some good swag. Just check eBay, mate. I'm sure it's on there. It's good. But, um... I can tell you like, what the score was, by the way. It was 103 points to you, and they had, um... This doesn't make any sense. They apparently they had forty-two, so that doesn't add up to anything, does it? So obviously. Short of Torrent of fire is a bag of shit. Well, it's not a bag of shit. The people who put the results in are a bag of shit. Torrent of fire is would, fine. So that's a fair comment.
2: Um, yeah, I I did I do think we broke the hundred on that anyway. Yeah. So, I think I'd have
1: been hundred to Something step. else. Maths, yeah. maths happened. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever it is to add up to 160 from 103, something like that. Must be 57s. So yeah, look at so no, that, So that was
2: that was good. Uh, there was three of us there at our first actual etc game, and we won it. So that was pretty great.
1: And then we got to eat the lovely lunch. Yes, do you remember what it was first day?
2: Yes, liver, and I absolutely love liver. And so, half of the guys in our team
1: didn't. So, <laughs> so you, had, was, you had liver I, poisoning after this. It was absolutely delightful. <laughs> it was all right, wasn't it? I didn't mind the liver really. I was so yeah. hungry.
2: Yeah, it was nice. It's nice to get some hot food when it's so cold. <laughs> yeah. With anger in his voice, a warming stew type thing.
1: A good old yeah, bof. and then then we found out who we playing.
2: Did the did the pairings? Looking at my phone. You yeah. Know, quality needs must (laughs) and who who are you playing Denmark Denmark. Uh, and we got pretty pretty handily shown what was going on we didn't really have the whole pairing using my phone aspect of it down yet (laughs) no Uh, bad
1: bad signal at that end of the end of the uh, building. maybe the the Danish lads such nice lads they are good like
2: genuinely all six of our games were against such nice groups of lads. You lucky bastards. Yeah, there were some people who were talking about how they had kind of, you know, some games were a bit... But, like, we got to play three home nations, Denmark, the Netherlands, and, uh, and the uh, the
1: mercenary team. So we had a great time. Didn't you also play the Norman Irish? Yeah, we played three of the home nations. So oh, right, as well, as well as them. Right, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah.
2: Nice. So it was pretty great. But, uh, yeah, no, the Danish, they uh, they kind of... Yeah, that was... I thought the pairings went okay, and <laughs> looking back at it, not so much.
1: <laughs> uh, any gems? Any any good? Any any particularly bad pairings?
2: Um, my my one was pretty bad, uh. But there's nothing I can do about that because I was first under the bus. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I the same tactic, the same tactic I always use when I play scream is So I'm gonna put myself. Try and put myself into a really good position, and then when he fails the brimware, or if he fails say, in those powers, I have him. Yeah. And then you know, don't. And there's not a lot you can do about it. And it's not like it's not like it's unstatistical. They have like rerolls everywhere and redundancy. Yeah. So you're just kind of to get lucky at that point, and I didn't. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was good. It was good. I think that we uh, we had a we were happy with our first day, even even though it went badly against the the Danes
1: yeah it was, I it was 112 to 58 so uh, yes. nah, yeah see, that's been, 170, 170 it, points right there yeah <laughs> it could have been worse <laughs> no
2: it's in, in total that's 170 points so
1: yeah that's correct that's a that's a good that's a good start for day one anyway you know if we add our
2: score, the data score together it doesn't add up to 160 so I don't think that that score is correct
1: yeah <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Maybe I should stop using these things, and we'll just have like a feel of how the game went instead of an actual result.
2: Exactly how we did in the uh, in the next game that we played. And who was that against? That was against Belgium. Ah. And so. we got exactly enough points not to lose. Oh, was it that close? Was it? It was down to the wire. It was. It was pretty great. It's a pretty good feeling when it comes down to it. Even if you do end up losing, I remember that we played uh, you guys at the home nations, and the exact same thing came. It came down to the last game, yeah, and was a point. But it's a, uh, it's really exciting. It's, it's
1: really it good. It's good, isn't it? Yeah, especially when you know you've done all you can. And your game's finished, and it's like it's just on this one bloke. And you have he just pessimistic enough that I don't know how it's going to go I don't know what do you reckon like, do you reckon is, you get three but, points no no no
2: by ah. the time most people by the time it comes down to that it's pretty much locked in Yeah. how many points are coming out of that game yeah so but uh, yeah, no, the, the Belgians we got super lucky like we stole that from them something a good a
1: squeaky bum draw that's I mean we, we played Denmark in that, in that particular round as well and we had exactly the same score against them so we got a squeaky bum draw as well
2: it was uh, it was really good. The the, the Belgians, what a nice bunch of lads.
1: They, like, they're coming on strong as well, aren't they? The old Belgians. they're yeah. Uh, they, the home, was, the fact that they're doing the home nations with us now in the you know for the the Six Nations as as now it's called is uh, really making them uh, go great guns, isn't it? That's really good. Yeah.
2: The lads, they, they put in effort and it it shows, like. Yeah. Yeah. Really so cool. yeah, that was a great round, and then we got paired against the Northern Irish.
1: Yeah, I just I spoke to Michael not long, not long ago, and um, yeah, you you did pretty well. So I hear.
2: Yeah, but we also got to play the Northern Irish. We got free shot glasses. Uh, <laughs>
1: we just we used to play because nobody likes them. They have a <laughs> lad called
2: Johnson on their team. Nobody likes that guy.
1: No. Even, even though they did manage to win, like the most sporting. Uh, do you reckon they just bought that with the uh the I know, they just bought that oh, okay
2: things and then
1: yeah well now we know
2: really like i'm probably going to say this about all of our opponents but they are such nice lads <laughs> and i think it's the list in the entire tournament that i was like like please not this i have no i have no say in what i play but i just don't want to play 400 million orcs
1: <laughs> did you get to play 400 million orcs
2: yeah I did yeah great oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. game <laughs> it was actually my favourite game of the entire really? ETC. I,
1: I can yeah. imagine I can imagine that game could go one of two ways a great game or a fucking nightmare for both of you
2: oh lad it was yeah it was great it was just basically the Death Star was in combat with pretty much like 80% of the orcs on the table and <laughs> I think they got into combat at the start of turn 2 and by the end of the game one lad had taken a wound.
1: <laughs> nice. Did he? Did he yeah. use his um his little crib sheet? Yeah. Yeah. That's the only way to do it, isn't
2: it? Like, <clears throat> well, I can see some. If people are going like, I'd never let him do that. And I'm like, well, he gave me an option. So I went like the <laughs> yeah please. Yeah, Oh, he also got infiltrate three units as his warlord trait, oh, and plus great. one disease because he gets two of them. Yeah, yeah. So the one came with the entire ETC where I got to. Choose. I see, because every game I went first because, and I got dicked on the objectives because I'm terrible at that dice rolling for first player. It's like, I'm so bad at it. (laughs) It's not something you can be bad at, but I am. (laughs) (laughs) And on the other side, there's a lad in our team, uh, Nudie, who's unbelievable at it. But uh, so, the first, the one time I get it, I decide to go first because it's the relic, and if like a 30 man blob picks it up, you know, it's just like, Uh, yes, game over and then he for his two warlock traits because of his arc thinking cap thing gets infiltratory units and plus one to seize
1: and, uh,
2: <laughs> and, oh this is this has taken a grim turn but he didn't seize because I'm really good at the game yeah, yeah. Did, you,
1: did you manage to have this big fight on the relic then or was it oh, somewhere no, else
2: oh no he jumped out of the relic and just left <laughs>
1: the Death star charged
2: into all of his arcs. it was great <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> what was the end score if you uh,
2: remember it was a 12-8 to him Twelve eight to him. Yeah, the uh, the old orc on the or the old war boss on the bike managed to get those two blades in the end. Oh, the bastards! It was only so far they could get away, moving six inches every phase.
1: <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, cool. I, I suppose that's one of the. Well, I, I bet that's how Yan does does really well with that. Particular army list, it's just too big, isn't it? You know, you can't really get a good maelstrom score because you're too busy what? fighting fucking orcs or yeah. running away from orcs. he pulls a maelstrom card. It was the
2: one where if either of us pulled the maelstrom card, you could, uh, like, he could score my uh, my secure objective two and all this sort of stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. So any of us to draw a card. He like searched through all of his orcs for an objective. <laughs> There,
1: there's, there's, Which, a, there's a
2: number over here somewhere underneath this. Green like, that lad, the lad, the lad knows how to play arcs. Like, yeah, the lad, the lad can move two hundred something models with much skill and practice.
1: I don't know how he does it. It's, um, bags it's, it's, it's and dedication. Dedication and, is what it is. Anytime he has to count
2: how many arcs he has, he counts how many arcs he, he has less than the bag,
1: and then he has a really nice crib sheet. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yep. he he does it well and obviously he he loves the orcs doesn't he yeah yeah so you can't blame him making uh, chicken salad that chicken shit and still bringing him to the ETC if you know what I'm saying yeah so that was good mate so um, what are we up to round five is it now yeah we're playing Scottish oh just turning off our nice home nation sandwich yeah uh, you travelled all this way and all you've done is play like <laughs> people you play but, no, people people I like, like, guess <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah but uh, it's great because you just get to go over there and you get to spend more time with the lads you already know are sound yeah so, that's it that's it envious
1: yeah. who did you play in the fifth round were they sound um, we played uh, the Ukraine and okay. um, I think ooh, maybe about most of them were sound yeah, there was about, um, there was about two of them that were cunts, um, and uh, yeah, yeah. Well, we played the Scottish and had a great time. I know you did. <laughs> <You laughs> no <know>, doubt <laughs>
2: exact 80-80 draw. Yeah,
1: I don't think I've ever seen that. I don't think I've seen oh. ever seen like an exact point score draw. I
2: yeah. was great. I played. Uh, I played uh, Jay James. Uh, <laughs>
1: Oh, god! Did, did, did he remember to have the the right amount of scatter laser shots and stuff? Oh, yeah.
2: Well, I have you... no problem telling the person how many scatter lasers they shot. They shots to have. They can <laughs> have no this against my army. Oh, so well, like, yeah. Just do anything to you. Everyone has a 2 plus save. Get a 4 plus. Yeah, yeah, you have 4 shots. It's great. Range 36. Do what you want. <laughs> it's the D cannons, I don't
1: know. Yeah. How many, how many D cannons did James have? Six. We've out uh, <laughs> I mean, did, you get, did you get fucked over by those um, those moving decan batteries as well?
2: No, I didn't. The first game, because I missed. This is this is just going to be a thing of how terrible I am at being a captain. I missed the captain's meeting at the start of the DTC. <laughs> right, have to go to lead buy like forty liters of water. <laughs> <laughs> That's what a minions for, isn't it? Yeah, I was too busy worrying about my team's health to stop them from being dicked over by moving
1: decanons.
2: <laughs> oh no, dear. Um, in the first round but uh, no I, I had it played then. I had
1: it uh, yeah. by the, by the fifth were, game you were pre warned it's, it's, it's absolutely absolute, it was absolutely absolute bullshit wasn't it <laughs> it's, it's uh, a yeah. yeah it's one of those uh, one of those things by the
2: but rules no, by the rules it's, it's actually the fine the thing about you uh, see that this kind of stuff that you take for granted comes up and kind of makes a big uh, big deal it happened when I was playing the Belgians mm. because hadn't even thought about it before uh, it was the jet bikes uh, so the way i'd always played it when i had jump infantry and jet bikes and the way that like pretty much everybody played in ireland is that if you were moving a jet bike or a jump pack or something that ignores terrain uh, by jumping mm. to like the top of a building you just measure horizontally and then the landing on top of it yeah apparently it's three-dimensional but it's only three-dimensional if you're landing on top of the building yeah. and not over it. You yeah. don't have to measure a triangle around the building.
1: It's a bit weird, isn't
2: it? That came up, and he was like, no, it's three-dimensional. And I was like, then why Why are you able to just jump over it without measuring up and across? <laughs> yeah, and he just went like, rules now no, that's fair yeah. just the rules
1: really? yeah. that's what I had against um, the, the Ukraine guy in, in that game there was like these little sort of step pyramid things and I had to measure like up like each step bit across and up across and up across and up like with the tape measure flattened out and it's like yeah really can't I just fucking measure it, <laughs> it literally every millimetre counted for him Yeah. never mind but yeah it's weird isn't it there's like a the little moving the Scottish because we had a great time. Yeah. Well, at least you were playing the Scottish. Yeah.
2: No, yeah, that was. Uh, was good. And um, yeah, 80-80, which I think everybody was happy with.
1: Oh well, yeah. I'd imagine everyone would be. That's a really good score. That's a good score. That's a good score for Scotland as well. Because I was thinking that maybe you you guys would. You guys would have pipped the Scottish there.
2: I think they have better captaining, to be honest.
1: <laughs> Do you think that's what it is? Do you think
2: you were? Uh, because I accidentally put out the wrong. I put out the wrong. They put out a guy and I was. I turned to Paul and I was like, So we're, we're going with the plan, like this one. And he was, Yes. And I put out the thing and he was like, What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> no. And I was like, I mean, nothing. I mean, I'm going to take this back. And i got to put out Oops. the older army. Yeah. Oh, damn. But, uh, yeah. Oh, well. And then in the last round, there was a bit of worry that we might have played the Ukraine. But instead we played not the Ukraine we played the Netherlands
1: the never Netherlands and didn't they just come off the back of beating Belgium as well
2: yes I think, I think they just and beat
1: Belgium didn't they
2: but even though they beat Belgium what a nice bunch of lads
1: they're brilliant aren't they did they're you get to play uh, did you get to play Gage? I
2: played uh, Michelle the, uh, the, oh, the captain, the captain. Oh, Ah, yeah. he's a cool lad such a such a such
1: a fun game they're they're all cool to be honest uh yeah (laughs) really good fun those guys yeah because uh guys was the guy who came out with smoking with us pretty constantly you know pretty much constantly because obviously you're you're a smoker as well so you know it was like all the smokers in a group and did you smoke his black shit you this horrible rolling tobacco which was literally when you burnt it it actually got lighter because it was oh, that harsh telling,
2: telling me with this because like, I got I got papers off him oh I, uh, fuck apparently there's just... not a shop within like 100 miles of the scarf we were in and, uh, yeah you were like it gets lighter when you were yeah.
1: it was it was horrible <laughs> it was yeah. disgusting so I'm not smoking this shit fucking hell it's bad for my health this stuff <laughs> yeah this will kill me <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it was horrible but yeah so how did it go against the Netherlands then Good,
2: good. We, uh, we, we won the round. I I lost my game, as was the trend for the weekend. Did you win uh, any games? No. No? no. Just a no. pure bus boy then. Yeah, I got, I got t- zero points against Scotland. Nice. Who did you play against? Oh, it was Jay, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah those scatterbikes and their ability to have all of the objectives. To do the whole things about it,
1: yeah, especially if you're losing the roll off to go second.
3: Uh, Every game, is...
1: <laughs>
2: I lost the first game because the the round was called after he did his charges before we resolved them, and he was on the objectives with his scatterwicks. Nice, was, hate them. <laughs> uh, then it was uh, I played. Uh, oh, the Denmark lad just beat me. <laughs> <laughs> that lad was very. Much. <laughs> I'm not going out an excuse for that one uh, he, his army the army involves rolling dice it's statistical that he makes it he made them and uh, beat me uh, then I played the Belgian lad I think it was 9 points against the Seer Council yeah uh, then 8 points against the 200 something million orcs 0 points against Scotland and oh I can't, I can't I had
1: so much fun in the last game
2: I don't know what I got I think it's somewhere in the region of, like 6 points against the Seer Council and the Flyers, It's
1: not a bad list, they're not bad run out there. Was, if, you, if, you, if you're st- under the bus every single time, mate, then that's good. Yeah, well. <clears throat> Did you not think to just sort of like, maybe slip you in a little bit later on in the pairings, you know, just to give you a bit of a chance? Well, like my list doesn't really have a good matchup.
2: Basically, really? the, the idea behind my list is, uh, is um, you, when you're placing the objectives, you try and make sure that four of them are in a square in the middle of the board. That's where the blob goes. Yeah. Um, Then, hopefully, by the time it gets... Hopefully, you win the roll-off at some point so that when he goes for these objectives at the end of the game, you can just kill him. (laughs) And basically, that
1: never... Oh, mate. And I
2: think that we'd like... Yeah. Just, basically, (laughs) that didn't happen. Um... It was good. Like I had such fun playing that list, though. They absolutely rolled that zero council combat back.
1: Yeah, I, I do love the term the lifestyle. I think it's amazing. Oh
2: yeah,
1: so good. Yours is more of a death star though. You've actually got war size in yours, not
2: you? Yeah, well it's even more of a lifestyle because there's more stuff to be alive, more two plus saves, yeah. more big combats you don't want to be in. Oh, that's great. That's really
1: Solar pulses, the
2: whole lot.
1: So, where did you guys come in the end then? Seventh. That's really good result, team. Very good. So, um, I mean, is that there's only, there's only so many places my captain can bring that team down. Like, but that's it. I mean, is how 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 high have you have the Irish got in the past? Fifth
2: was the highest.
1: Lesser, Fifth, they was went. highest. So, I mean, that's like basically your joint 3rd are don't you? Really? Yeah,
2: we're on the same same uh, same points.
1: Same points. Yeah. Yeah. But even there's there's not much in it. I mean, Poland got what did Poland get? Poland got 562 VPs, and were third. You were seventh, and you got 509. So, you know, yeah. there's there's not much in it at all. Really, it was really close this year. Yep. Yeah, it was very good. Very close. Obviously, Germany just spanked everyone, <laughs> yeah, didn't no they? Germany. This year,
2: yeah. fuck good me. Did they? I, I never
1: yeah no, it takes their, their victory points is like they actually got 12 points obviously they won all their games and their, their their victory point differential was 701 <laughs> so fuck me that was a, that's a strong team it's
2: 119 points
1: from every game yeah madness isn't it yeah crazy bastards but there we go played for and got I think no one yes. no, no one was or ever yeah. coming anywhere near this year yeah I just hope they uh, they take their foot off the gas next year and let someone else have a go you never know
2: <laughs> all I know is two of the lads from the German team were in Ireland at one point I played both of them in tournaments
1: and I've yeah. beaten both of them so well there we go know. then so therefore be
2: technically better than the entire German team that I've been able to test myself against
1: yep yeah, <sighs> yeah, they, yeah. They, they blood themselves over in Ireland for the hardcore yeah. gaming it's just the one real place to go for to, to college in is what I'm saying well apparently if, yeah. <laughs> oh dear. So, anything you would like to add uh, regarding the ETC? Any 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 problems that you guys had with the ETC, the organisation, the venue, anything at all? Anything like that?
2: Outside of the obvious of the fact that like it was ridiculous, like it was like actually dangerous as I said to the guy who organised it
1: yeah why, why, why don't you go through that a little uh, that little captain meeting because that, that did make me yeah, laugh. so there was a there was a
2: captain's meeting so there was an extra fee that we had to pay when we arrived which I refused to pay until after the captain's meeting and uh, so the guy came out and he explained what was going on and I basically asked why there was no taps for getting drinking water out of and why the bottled water was so expensive. Mm. Uh, and he was talking about how bottled water is a, a, a luxury. Like, it, mm. it costs as much as that. And I was like, but why is the bottled water the exact same price as the beer? Because, like, get more beer. It's colder. But drinking it instead of water in, this, in these kinds of conditions is dangerous. Mm. So every... T- so we put him... I had a microphone, and he didn't... Uh, and every time he went to say anything, I just said the word "dangerous" again into the microphone, <laughs> so that he couldn't say anything. And after like the eighth "dangerous," he just <laughs> looked at the, face of the water for the next day.
1: Nice. Time. So you, you you bullied him into getting yeah, basically in, into healthy choices.
2: All, I, all I'm saying is, if you ever get in a position where you have to argue your point over another person, make sure you have a microphone and they don't. <laughs> yeah, and your your catchphrase is much better than theirs. Yeah, I didn't hear those I was uh, I didn't hear their catchphrase I was too busy saying dangerous into a microphone Oh <laughs> yeah
1: and um, also, also th- uh, there was a little call out wasn't there um, before the ETC actually started for teams to do a little intro video and I think it was you guys the only one who actually bothered to do it <laughs> Assuming it was that's amazing
2: else, I think that's because everyone else found out how unbelievable our intro video was it was just like you can't compete. Oh, the actual production quality was
1: was fantastic. It was amazing. We posted it on the Allies of Confedius, um on the Facebook group. So if you have a look near the ETZ videos on that one, you'll find you find it. <laughs> it's brilliant. Complete with sound effects and everything. It's like oh yeah, the, the editing. The sheer amount of editing going into it was, <laughs> it was
2: minutes, like minutes of work.
1: Was it Pierce who kept on fucking it up? Oh, that was nutty. Was it? <laughs> <laughs> that was so good. Just everybody fucking else, speak, man. Else the take.
2: We like, could really tell because it's like terrible, but uh, yeah, we did. We did about five takes and put them all in the put them all in the video. Nice.
1: <laughs> oh dear, it was good. It was very good. I was sad nobody else did one. We the were going to of- we were going to do one, but we had so much to do at that point. And, like, no one was going to do it. It's like, if 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 me or Matt don't do it, it doesn't get done. <laughs> and
2: we were yeah, too busy you know, doing other shit. It's not
1: like one of you, at least,
2: definitely has some kind of sound recording and editing equipment that you could have used.
1: <laughs> definitely not. Definitely or is not. in
2: any kind of position to put out <laughs> any kind of media like that.
1: Yeah. Well... No, yeah. I, I see where you're coming from. Well, that Matt, makes does, sense. Matt doesn't record anything. Because Matt's just like I don't, know, I, don't I don't even know but what Matt is. stuff that he has done for this. <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't record it all. It's like literally oh. I you know it's 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 um this is only done for a Skype recorder. Oh, and so yeah. So it's uh, we could have done it, but we didn't. Yeah, and, and we, we were we we were joined by about twenty three other teams who also didn't. <laughs> so just just enjoy your glory. It was it was yeah. it was the best video there because it was the only video there (laughs) the best video there because it's unbelievable and it was unbelievable it was a triumph and it raised a smile it was very cool so uh, so talking about what can happen with the etc they can
2: make those mandatory
1: yes i think i think if, if if they were mandatory it would be much better because yeah, but you could uh, no, have some real, real fun real. remember like the uh, the Eurovision song contest you know and everyone does their cheesy video beforehand if everyone did one of those just for the ultimate cheese it'd be amazing that was kind of the look we were going for as so it was pretty good <laughs> well, you, you nailed it mate yeah. <laughs> oh dear but
2: uh, no but it, the actual ETC itself the venue it was like it was as I said to the guy when I had the microphone it was dangerous
1: yeah
2: one of our lads uh had to be taken outside, like and covered in water and nearly could, like it happened to you as well, didn't you?
1: Yeah, I was fucked. It was, it was vicious like, and,
2: uh, yeah,
1: and there's no water around. Well, just just kind of, Paul Quigley actually saved my life there as well because he, he he got me loads of water in my game when I was feeling my worst, which was against the, the USA. And he actually had an entire rules argument with me, uh, with my opponent for me because I couldn't actually speak at the point. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he was amazing. He was good. Well,
2: yeah, so that's why I was late for the captain's meeting because we had to go to Lidl and just buy up all of their water mm. using their fake space money that they have. <laughs>
1: Space money. It wasn't as bad Professor, as. Um, Professor Land Fun Box, as they were called at the time. Have you ever gone to Switzerland before? I have not. Because Swiss money is fucking space money, mate. That, it looks like a Rastafarian's wet dream. Yeah, it is, thing it is 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 the thing is
2: that Swiss money is worth like all of the money I will ever have.
1: <laughs> well yeah, there is that. But it looks shit, which is yeah. really ironic.
2: Yeah. They're lulling you into a false sense of security with all their banking accounts. <laughs>
1: something, something.
2: <laughs> um, which yeah no they need to sort out actual like habitable conditions for us yeah, to play
1: yeah. I, I, I think that Greece will do a good job next year I'm counting on it in fact I mean, really? they've, they've been told three years that the ETC is going somewhere else so I mean they're dying to get hold of the ETC and I think they will knock it out of the park I
2: well, hope that like Warhammer Fantasy won't drop off now because the fact that the game isn't like technically around anymore it won't affect things
1: well, I almost think that the ETC could probably do with being a little bit smaller anyway, because I think if we start adding X-Wing and stuff to it as well, it's going to be it's another drain on resources, isn't it, really?
2: Well, the idea they had for that one in uh,
1: the winter, attaching it to another
2: event that's already running is yeah. not a terrible idea.
1: no. No, but I mean, um, likewise, it would never come across the water, will it? I don't think. I don't think the ETC will ever come across to to England, Ireland, or anything like that, because it's it's just not it's not going to be economically cheap enough to to right, put so, it on. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: I mean, after after Switzerland debacle, you know, all the money they ended up losing by taking it to Switzerland because they missed well I'm not sure entirely what happened but I know, I know they, they ran it at a massive loss <laughs> I don't think anyone wants to be in that situation again so it looks like it's gonna kind of be yeah that's Eastern Europe. Fair. yeah which is a shame because uh, I mean if, if it did break up I think I think the UK could do a really good 40k well, side of it maybe
2: Ireland just held the War Machine World Championships oh yeah in uh, Killarney which is in Kerry yeah which is very notable because it's connected to Cork and court is unbelievable. <laughs> it's uh, true. But yeah, so they had the World Championships for um, War Machine. So it's a smaller game board-wise, and there are mm. smaller teams. But every country sent two teams. Yeah. So I think I'm pretty sure it was something like you paid an amount of money and you, you stayed in the hotel and you got your food and you got your event. And yeah. Like, and that was it. It was good. But did it? it's, it's the travel and the and the expense outside of the event that I think would be yeah.
1: Plus, yeah, that is sad. Exactly it you know, I mean, obviously most of the teams just drive to the ETC. It's only yeah. us poor bastards who have to fly. Yeah, and obviously, and America, obviously, <laughs> and the guys from Singapore and stuff like that. It's like yeah. poor bastards. what they from. Yeah, crazy stuff. Yeah. i'm not sure if i'd be able to spend two and a half grand you know literally to come to the etc i might have to might have to bow out before that happens <laughs> jesus yeah a little bit much but yeah you're you're hoping to come to to greece then mate when it yes. comes to greece next year yeah yeah
2: i will uh i will take over the very important role of doing the video again
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah lead, lead from the shadows mate it's the best way we could get together and we could do a video together. Well, we could too. But, you know, last time we had to delete it, so... Yeah, no, that's fair. Because it was too awesome. Also, also <laughs> technically illegal. <laughs> In most countries, anyway. Yeah. Good times. Good times. <laughs> Very good times. Apart from the otter, which we were going yeah. to. But there we are. Yeah. So how do um, any potential teammates from the future get hold of uh, for Team Ireland and uh, get themselves uh, part of this email list to uh, to become part of the team?
2: Uh, well, I'd say the easiest thing to do would be go to the uh, Wargaming Ireland forum. Yeah. Uh, we have one. It's uh, uh, w-ired.org. Right. So that's uh, and then that's where most people post up when there are events. Uh, yeah. But there's also a sub-forum of the showing interest in the the ETC uh, and and uh, basically just meet up with some of us and have a conversation. That's usually what happens. Like uh, Pierce, Pierce is on the team because the the, the, the lad goes to tour, the tournaments.
1: And yeah,
2: we met him. And saw saw the uh, fact that he's like you no, know, you not terrible. The lad, the lad, gets buckets now. <laughs> you know? He gets
1: buckets
2: now. The lad gets buckets. Aww. and the same with uh, Cave. Like well, Cave. And Pierce went through the they they're in the the club in Dublin, mm. uh, and they met up with the lads and, basically the, the the website's a good place to find lads to play games. with basically, and then mm. you
1: know, they enjoy the, enjoy the yeah. fine tradition of, of wonderful Team Ireland players. I mean, it's, it's yeah. really good seeing like some of the guys. Um, who now play like Flames of War and stuff just come over from like some of the yeah. first ever ETCs it was really good you, see, you know let see, yeah. see Floody and stuff I haven't seen him for a long time yeah, well, yeah. I'm not even sure that he exists outside of Flames of War you can see oh <laughs> uh, he should play a real game yeah he's from Cork though I don't want to tell him what happens in the World War games but you know at least... <laughs> don't want to spoil the ending <laughs> I yeah. I was saying me and my buddies were talking
2: about this I would get into Flames of War if the fluff was more
1: realistic it's <laughs> a very good point Leslie it's just really derivative of that bolt action fluff I didn't buy this shit yeah it's just like <laughs> it never happened yeah.
2: no no way Germany would do that that's not like, that's, that doesn't even make any sense <laughs> you're just doing that for plot sake it just you know it just it, I disengage at that point it's, it's just not believable. yeah you can't suspend your disbelief enough yeah yeah I agree. You're very aware that you're <laughs> playing a game like so. <laughs> space robots, though. Oh, <laughs> all of those space robots.
1: Well, that's it. Yeah. That's it. Nuns with guns. Oh, yeah.
2: That's an actual thing. Like, that, that could happen.
1: Well, it does. It does, I'm sure. Somewhere. Like, maybe in the far future. But or that's something. Be machete. <laughs> oh, it's brilliant. All right, mate. I think we will, um we will wrap it up there so thank you very much for joining me buddy is there anything else you'd like to uh, to add a little shout out to anyone basically
2: to all, all the lads like
1: all thanks, the lads thanks for,
2: thanks for going to uh, to Prague even though as evidenced I'm terrible um, <sighs> and still somehow managing to overcome
1: that and yeah. do so well joint third mate yeah joint third yeah we came if, third if else yeah, it was good. It was just,
2: and, and anybody who's thinking about going to this, you should go. It is such good crack. It is such good fun. It is good fun. I've been to what, like, I've been to two home nations and the ETC, and basically going to the ETC after two home nations is like walking into a room already filled with like forty-five of my friends.
1: Yeah, let alone if you've been yeah. doing it for five years, mate. Going to both fuck me it's like everyone now it's like
2: the first time i met you was in a field
1: in a field Going yeah to... you got us a St. beer
2: pitch. steven playing <laughs> playing just happened to be in cork and you know it's a great place
1: so <laughs> it is i can't wait in fact what is it i think it's not this year but the year after we're, we're back in cork aren't we or we're back in ireland anyway for the home but nations ho- hopefully
2: for everyone's sake it'll be in cork it
1: better be be. not
2: on not on good friday on a day <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly because that was that was a real shit that was, was like, yeah I to go for court it's like you know no bars are open it's like ah do you know what I open fields <laughs> you no know, we went drinking in a field it was great <laughs> it was good it was very good that's some of the most memorable things happen in fields <laughs> just leave it there. that sounds most so memorable bad
2: memorable things happen outside the game.
1: <laughs> hilarious <laughs> yeah in places that used to be fields or are fields I think you find most memorable things happen there so it's fine yeah yeah see Owen knows right so, yeah. Oh, well, thanks thanks, do. thanks for that silent judgment, mate. So, yeah. um, so no, that was uh, silent agreement. Uh, <laughs> no one can see you nodding on the
2: totally <laughs> Literally, not see me making all of the hand motions when I was trying to explain that thing
1: with the jet bike.
2: <laughs> 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 As I'm just rooting yeah. for myself, like a wave.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, no one can see me make the hand motions when I was talking about my Ukraine game either, but I think they got the point. <laughs> yeah.
2: You're crumb. Anyway Yes that So yeah. well When we started singing and dancing Not the Ukraine When we weren't playing them
1: <laughs> Really <laughs> Is that thing Is <laughs> it not, we not the Ukraine dance,
2: dance. <laughs> And uh, we found out That we were playing Switzerland So we started dancing and shouting Not the Ukraine And then <laughs> and, so, and then we found, They changed all Everybody we're like, Oh shit we're going to play them now We went up And I think I was at the The board and quickly shouts, like, across the entire room. Like, actually, across the Ukrainian team. And goes, who are, you play- who are we playing now? And I just turned around and said, still not the Ukraine. <laughs> and we, we danced back to the table. Walked over to the good lads. But, uh, brilliant. just after hearing that story of your game, like, it just made me sad. Oh. And didn't have anything to do with that. Yeah, it Went was over sad. and the Swiss captain... A set of our dice to thank him for jumping on the ukrainian grenade for everybody
1: <laughs> yeah are you enjoying your t-shirt by the way it's
2: it's so well out of that oh i swapped you our <laughs> orange shady t-shirt for a Rob beater oh,
1: did you did you know what happened to that i literally i got it home and i washed it and it got dyed pink like first time So <laughs> like, no i really can't fucking use it this is unbelievable <laughs> one of a kind i have a one of a kind yeah. pink the, uh, the, the pink Ireland t-shirt but I, I am making good use of your dice and your objectives yeah. as you were just like thrusting handfuls of stuff to make up like, for the I'm fact like... that I had this <laughs> shitty t-shirt
2: it's like it's an actual rugby jersey it's
1: so nice it is good it is a good jersey good job I bought free oh, really
2: I'll, uh, I'll wear it if we're not playing you during the World <laughs> Cup.
1: okay anyone but England mate that's too you yeah. to support yeah that's fine I'll take that and always Japan. And always yeah. Japan. Awesome stuff, For lads. <laughs> Apart from the playing Scottish people, apparently. Right. In which case they. Well, they were really
2: suck. tired from the absolute hawking they gave those safas there. I crazy.
1: know that was. I think that's really harsh. Like Scotland, just like sauntering down there and just playing, you know, fresh. Half off of the, the Japanese team still asleep. <laughs> like in the middle, of the pitch, just still asleep. Yeah. Poor boys. But never mind, we should probably call it there, mate, at least for the recording. So why don't you say goodbye to everyone and thank you very much for joining me, mate.
2: Goodbye, everybody. Uh, Yeah, thank you very much for
1: joining me. (laughs) And me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Cheers, Owen. I will close down the figures now.
0: Thank you very much to o'mahoney Mahoney for speaking to Mike or putting up with Mike <laughs> for that long. Um, very, very useful. Now we are going into our final part of our ETC coverage. As I said at the start of the episode, we're going to be speaking to Tom Adriani, who is the chairman of the ETC, uh, about the plans for the ETC going forward. Uh, very, very insightful, and I hope you enjoy this. Don't forget, if you'd like to find out about getting involved in representing your country's etc team then uh, hit us up on facebook i'm sure we can put you in the right direction with your local team captain about putting yourself up for contention for your etc team but anyway let's get into this mike collins take it away
1: hello everyone and welcome to another mini episode of the allies of convenience um this is probably going to be the last wrap-up section for the uh, for our ETC coverage, or it might come a little bit later on. Who knows? Who knows when Alex is going to get round to this? We know how busy he is at all times. Um, I'm joined by Tom Adriani, the chairman of the ETC. Hello, Tom. How are you?
3: Good, Mike. How are you?
1: A bit tired, but no one wants to hear anything about that, do they? They want to hear <laughs> about you <laughs> and how things are going in, in the in the sunny Belgium, or the freezing cold Belgium, as you've uh, as you just said.
3: Bit more on the freezing cold side, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yes, yeah, so it's getting that time of year. It's getting very, getting to be very tempting to like move to Serbia, <laughs> permanently.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's it. The the ETC is a long and distant memory now, isn't it? It yeah. certainly feels that way. Almost halfway to, uh, <laughs> to go it again. Can you believe it? October yep. this is ridiculous. Time that flies. That's it. Right, mate. So you are. You are the man, as it were, aren't you? You are uh, one of the chairmen for the ETC? Uh,
3: Not last year. Um, Last year, I took a little bit of break because um, I was getting married and uh, the wifey was coming over and moving in and whatnot, so big changes in life. But uh, before that, I was heavily involved and uh, also last year, I was following everything and uh, still pretty involved with ETC, which I will guess I will do for the rest of my life because... (laughs) <laughs> I'm having so much fun and meeting so many cool guys that I think I'll be involved the rest of my life, no matter what happens. So
1: It's, it's hard, isn't it, once it gets its claws into you?
3: Yes, exactly. Plus, chairman or no chairman, it's going to be uh, one of the things that will live in my uh, my career as a 40k, I think. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. I mean, who else is going to do such a wonderful job? That's what I think. Yeah. There's, there's don't not know. there's not many gullible people who I mean uh, not many more talented people who would uh, <laughs> who would uh, manage to do the job you've done.
3: Yeah, I, I think I think there would be, you know. But the thing is that since I'm already doing it, nobody is stepping forward because there is no need. But I think I would like to think that if I somehow fall away from all this, that somebody would step up, you know. And I think I think somebody will.
1: I'm, I'm sure I'm sure they would, but I mean. You've got such a lot under your purview now, haven't you, really, as as like a chairman or being involved in the ETC. It's trying to hand that role over to someone else, you know, someone someone brand spanking you would be pretty difficult, I'd imagine.
3: Yeah. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I see what I do and what actually little time I invest in it. I think anybody can do it.
1: Really, <laughs> it's not what you've told me in the past. <laughs> the amount of times that you know you you spend uh, going through all the fine details, you know, herding all the cats, but on a massive scale.
3: It's okay. It's
1: still okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, should we go on to um to the the 2015 etc in Prague? So, yes. Um, were you involved in um, in any? in any of the preparation at all for the event?
3: Well, since I wasn't the chairman, I wasn't involved in any of the fine detailing or yeah, talking to the organizer or whatnot, so I wasn't really involved in uh, in toothing out all the things, but I, I was part of the chairman forum. I could follow all the conversations that were had there, and I had some conversation, of course, with Vladimir and Pierre and whatnot yeah. on how things were going. So, yeah, I pretty much knew all the little details that were going on.
1: And they, I mean, before the event, everything looked like it was it was running fine, didn't it? There wasn't any concerns going into the event at all.
3: Well, we met up with uh, Jan, the organizer in Serbia. So he came over actually to the ETC in Serbia. And we sat down with him for like half an hour, an hour discussing. And um, yeah, he told us that he was organizing these Red Bull racing events and whatnot. So everything pointed to the fact that this guy knew what he was doing and that he had a handle on things. And throughout the year... Mm he was very difficult to get a reach of. That was the main thing, you know, but with the backstory in mind that he was doing these Red Bull events and whatnot, we thought like, okay, you know, everything's gonna be fine. You know, the day itself, uh, everything's gonna be there. Everything's gonna be in place because this guy knows what he's doing. Mm. So even though we couldn't reach him throughout the year, we still had a, a good feeling. But uh, yeah, it didn't quite turn out that way, of course.
1: No. So do, do you want to go? Should we go through some of the problems that 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 we we did find this year mm-hmm. in Prague? So I mean, I know there was um, there was issues with um, the venue itself with the air conditioning that we thought we were getting.
3: Yeah. So so basically, a few of the details that he mentioned in his actual bid weren't actually there, like the. The air conditioning and whatnot, uh, there was none present at the venue whatsoever. So even if uh, he wanted to have put it on, there was no way it could have been put on. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if that somehow changed for him, if he was um, misled by the people from the venue or whatnot, but I would think that anybody who organizes something like this would double-check that, to be sure, of course. Mm, but uh, that, did, that didn't happen. And then, um, yeah, basically, I think the guy didn't really get a handle on what it took to organize an ETC like just the people getting into the venue in the morning. There was just a queue from here to Tokyo, so it was kind of messy on all regards re- regarding that. So,
1: I mean, do, do were, you have do you have any data, Tom, on, on how many people were actually playing this year, or how many people were uh, at the ETC?
3: Yeah, I think it was close to 600 this year. Really, it's like 540 or something. Uh, I don't I don't know the numbers by heart, but. Uh,
1: a lot, <laughs> a, a, lot, lot for a, yeah. a lot for a metal building anyway. In in 39 degree heat, let's put it that exactly.
3: Way. So yeah. yeah,
1: I mean, obviously that it, it might not have been such an issue if it was pissing it down with rain, but as it turned out, it was a pretty big one.
3: Yeah. Also, you know, that's a bit a thing. It normally doesn't really get this hot in Prague like it was this year. So yeah, it was a bit of a freak occurrence, wasn't it? Yeah. Maybe they were thinking like, okay, it's not going to be necessary, or even if you have a venue without, nobody will notice. But yeah. yeah. Didn't quite turn out that way again. So,
1: And then, then we had to pay extra money, didn't we, as well, before it all kicked off. Do you know what what that was for? I don't think anyone yes. really knew it was for. It was either pay this or the ETC doesn't happen.
3: <laughs> well, it, it was something to do with the taxation on the, the venue price. So basically, you have a taxation on everything, like 21% in our country. I don't know how it is in the UK. But yeah,
1: like a VAT type thing.
3: For the yes, UK. a VAT, yeah, exactly that. And uh, he forgot to calculate that in. So at the end, he gets the bill, and yeah there's more money involved, so he was a bit panicking that he wouldn't be able to afford everything. Mm. So that's why the money extra had to be paid, basically, because yeah. that part wasn't covered, <laughs> which yeah. is a lot of money, you know?
1: Well, yeah, yeah, an awful lot of money. Um, yeah. But, I mean, I, I think they made they, they certainly made a lot of money. I mean, they could have made a lot more money, I think, if they had adequate bar staff, <laughs> which is a personal issue for me, I think. There was that free free beer tents and those guys behind there. I don't know. I don't know what they were doing, but they were the opposite of speedy. They mm. were. I mean, I remember sitting there like next in line, whilst these two guys were trying to take a selfie at the beer tent. It's like you're the only two assholes serving. Get yeah. on with it. <laughs> uh,
3: I think it was also a problem with the installation. I don't think they could have gone much quicker if they if they wanted to. No. So. It was just a bit of everything going wrong at the same time. It's uh, yeah. it's a shame, really, yes. because it, yes. it puts a, a damper on, on the whole proceeding, which, in the end, is still a very fun thing, you know?
1: Oh, yeah, I mean, even though, like, you know, uh, structurally and probably some decisions that were made at this ETC would make it technically the most frustrating stroke worse ETC that I've been to, but it was still awesome.
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> if
1: you know what I mean, so... Uh uh-huh.
3: But it, it's it's a bit sad that we have to remember this part of Prague because I think if some of these details would have been okay It would have been a lot better. Yeah ETC yeah. feeling wise because I don't think it was a bad ETC at all
1: No, no, I don't think I don't think it was I think um majority spirit was still there wasn't it, you know exactly it, it was um, it was definitely a uh, A factor which saw you know all boys in it together, you know
3: Yeah, but uh, so, yeah, it, it learns as an important lesson. I think this year that um Organizer-wise, we need to be a bit more picky or we need to be a bit yeah, yeah, more stringent with our demands on the organizer.
1: Yeah, yeah, and actually have an organizer there who can adapt to the situation.
3: Yeah, Might exactly. Might be a good idea for, <laughs> for the future. Mm. Yeah. The, the, the problem also this year was that the organizer, Jan, he wasn't even on site some of the times. You know? he, so there was an issue and people went to like the, the other chairman, like Vladimir and Daraf, to... Mm talk to them, and they couldn't sort out anything because there was no means to communicate with the people on site, you know?
1: Yeah.
3: So, yeah, it was a bit crazy. Mm. I know I I stepped up to Jan at some point to, to ask for free water because it was so hot, and I was like, okay, the only thing that you can and need to do right now is just offer free water, you know? Yeah. But there was just no means to enforce that, so... I told him, he said, like, yeah, I'll think about something. He just lowered the price of the water, but we still didn't get anything for free. So,
1: No, yeah. no it, was a, uh, it was a little bit dodgy, wasn't it, really? Yeah. I'm not sure what the health and safety executive would have thought. <laughs> but there we go.
3: If there was one.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, they can have ours <laughs> if they like. <laughs> we'll have theirs, it would be fine. Yes, so a little... also this year, uh, Torrent of Fire was involved, wasn't they? Do you want to go through how... Um, how torrent of fire decided to uh, to join up with etc
3: yeah so that was actually initiated like two or three years ago when torrent of fire just started up uh, i think pierre and me we pushed for chip to be involved yeah but um at the time it wasn't really technically possible um because of the the way the the internet worked in serbia mm. And uh, because Chip couldn't really provide offsite support at that at that time, but uh, this year actually he could. So yeah, since we're always looking to uh, improve the quality of the ETC and like uh, the the reporting for home and following the scores and whatnot, because people keep on asking for that, but it's uh, very very difficult to do with the means at our disposal. So we were like, okay, you know, why not? And uh, we decided to give it a go. Um, but, uh, yeah, of course, there were some issues like, uh, any pilot, uh,
1: There were a lot of issues. Yeah. There? Yeah.
3: So, yeah, it was also a combination of a lot of factors because, yeah. uh, you know, the, the, the base of the thing is like, uh, events like Adepticon and, uh, and Nova where also torn of fire is used work like a charm in the States. So yeah. you would expect in Europe, it would be the same. But, uh, for some reason, the internet connection here is, uh, a lot different. Yeah. So which caused some issues with their software and whatnot, and then apparently there was also a DOS attack at the same time, which is also a bit weird. But it was confirmed on site basically. So well, somebody... we say DOS
1: attack, but isn't it like the amount of people logging into such a, you know into the bottleneck of the country, you know, thinking data-wise and yeah, it was,
3: um, it, was it was apparently more than that. I mean, is it really? I'm, I'm I'm I don't know anything about those kind of things. I'm a bit of a hot seat. I know nothing about that, but apparently it <laughs> was confirmed by somebody on site who also knows these things. So if it's yeah. one of the refs, he also said, like, yeah, OK, something's going on. So yeah. I don't know what to make of it, but um, apparently it was a combination of factors. So um,
1: um, Also, there was um, a bit of a, a weird one, the fact that we had the, the data to enter into Torrent of Fire, which we could do on, on the phones, but also we had to duplicate that in paper as well. Which mm-hmm. is, which seemed a little bit weird for for most people. I think that's where most of the confusion of the rankings actually came from, isn't it?
3: In, yeah. I mean,
1: I can understand why it was done because obviously, um, when you've got problems with the system, you need to have you know fallbacks. But
3: we we always do that basically. We always put in the data in um, in GERP, which is the thing that the tabletop tournaments not uses. As- So we always use that as a backup system uh, because we've been using that the past few years, so we know how that works, and uh, we never know if something goes wrong. But uh, Mm. I I have to come back to the Torrent of Fire thing and say that Chip has been really, really helpful. You know, the guy was on call all day, uh, all three days with ETC to help fix the problems. and Oh, yeah, it
1: it definitely wasn't a Torrent of Fire thing. I mean, even on the first day of the ESC, it it was clear that the people running the The data hadn't really used Torrent of Fire before,
3: yeah.
1: <laughs> which yeah. is very concerning, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Um,
1: so yeah, hopefully that is something that we will definitely get on top of for next year to make it as smooth as possible. Because I mean, the, the data that comes out of something like Torrent of Fire is usable all year round. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and if, if if that is solid and it is accurate, then it's a resource for everybody, isn't it? You know, not just the ETC teams, but for every player. You know, at any yep. event. So exactly.
3: Yeah, it's, and it's, it's, that sorry. That's no. that that's what we're we wanna work towards, you know, like uh, having a database and a study like uh uh I would say it's a recording of everything that went down at ETC for years to come that you can just go on a website and because right now all these data are just nobody can find anything, you know. You wanna look up three years ago who played the singles and who was finishing when and where, there's no way you can do that. So no, exactly. Yeah, we wanna we wanna work towards uh, having those kind of things. Uh exactly it'd be, it'd, be, it'd be so much better you know
1: like patterns of behaviour as well as you know scores and results and.
3: exactly and you would think something as big as DTC where so many guys are involved that we would have had that by now you know that that would be in place <laughs> but uh,
1: it's, um, it's too many cooks mate isn't it that's the problem exactly too, yeah. too, many, too many cooks born the broth or too many chiefs and not enough Indians
3: yeah or, something or, like
1: that or all the rest of it all these democracy problems that we have God.
3: Mm -hmm. it's also it's also the fact that it's just so big and international you know where you're going to host everything who's going to do it and with the chairman everything keeps changing every year so Mm. it's it's very difficult to put all that into place definitely but
1: But we we definitely need to keep torrent of fire on on board i know there was a bit of grizzling about torrent of fire but it was literally the name associated with the results it wasn't torrent of fire at all it was the means of getting them into it accurately that was the problem
3: i I, I think chip will have learned important lessons from this so uh i don't know if he will want the same thing because he's i think he's a bit um, worried about the bad press that all this got because yeah yeah, some of the blame was shifted onto his system of course so yeah i don't know if he'll be willing to work with us next year i hope he will but um if not, we, we we have an alternative in the uh, Tornik Keeper, which one of the Danish guys uh, has set up. Yeah. So we're looking into that now to do some testing and whatnot and uh, maybe use that as a, either a backup or as the main uh, thing to record data. So mm. we, we we have some things uh, moving forward if yeah. Turn the Fire decides to not proceed with our cooperation. So.
1: Well, let's get our fingers crossed then. Mm-hmm. Long as long as everyone in this uh in this hobby starts pulling in the in the right direction you know together then
3: yeah and sort that, anything out, that's one of the things that made us work with chip in the first place is that he has the same mindset as us you know yeah he, he did all of this free of charge you know just as a thing for the community and oh
1: yeah yeah so, yeah yeah, exactly so yeah we've got to try to try to keep these uh these relationships going somehow haven't we? Mm-hmm. so yeah so at the ETC, it always confused me. This is as a as a captain, as a player, as you know, as as any role. Who has the um, the quote unquote power at any one time? So, um, so during the majority of the year, it's the captains, I believe, isn't it, who have the power, and then it, it it changes at some point. Could you go through a little bit of that, Tom?
3: Yeah, well, basically the 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 agreement, uh, although nothing is written in stone about this. So, uh, the captains always have the the final responsibility. So the captain's council can overturn any decision at any time. Um, as soon as 10 captains support the motion of one captain, so 11 in total, they can always start up a vote about any one subject. So right. if they're not, not happy about something, they can just go on the forums, launch a topic, 10 guys support it, and the chairman obliged by the charter to start a vote about it. Okay. So in that sense, the captains always have a last say about anything. But of course, yeah, it would be a bit silly if you are gonna start an event and uh, the captains are playing that they can overrule anything at any point. So we made like the kind of decision that once the tournament starts, I think like two weeks before the event, the refs are basically the ones who make the final decisions about rules, bags, and and on-call on call on site callings about rules and whatnot. So yeah. then they're in charge, and then if you're a chairman or not, it doesn't really matter. It's just the refs who have to say. And throughout the year, it's basically the chairman and their spokespersons who kind of make everything go their merry way at the forum and launch votes and make suggestions here and uh, launch discussions there and whatnot. So Hmm.
1: So, um, I I remember talking to um, to the head ref, Neil, this year uh, regarding some... Some of the the problems he felt he had is his hands tied with um, with certain issues that he wasn't allowed to give any um, warnings or had his hands tied for timings and and, and certain things. Uh, he said that came from the captain's council.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So would that wouldn't that also be part of his job during the ETC to disregard what the captain's has said, or is there like a there, there's another sort of overriding thing if enough captains at the venue? Suggest one way, and it gets voted in. Then that's the way it's got to be. Is yeah, there, is there a means for that as well?
3: Yes, basically that's the way it is at this at this moment. Um, we would, I mean, with we, I mean, me and, uh, and Pierre, the 40 k chairman, we would like to change that. We would like to empower the volunteers. Like, if you're gonna have some refs on site, that they get the final say in all this. But the way it works right now is, if the captains say no to that, it's gonna be no.
1: Yeah, which obviously bit a few people in the bound this year.
3: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, I mean, so it's it's a bit of a weird situation, but um, it's also a bit understandable because most of the refs who are on site are just line refs. They're not really up to par in terms of steering an uh, an event like DTC because you need like top top people there, and, and most of the line refs are just there to 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 experience the thing more than being up to par with all the rules questions and whatnot. Yeah. So they're not also chosen for the position. It's just volunteers. So I understand that the captains don't really trust those people to carry it. So it, it's it's a very difficult uh, yeah. thing. I
1: mean, as long as we've got all of our ducks in a row as the year goes along, you know, and the, and the refs, I mean, I know the refs are working on um, some kind of um, of system that they're, they're trying to, uh, I, w- I would say push through, but that's not the right term. They're like a guideline for players and how how they're going to do things in the future yeah so um, as, as long as all that's up together and long as the captains can see it beforehand and then give them the power during the etc i mean it should be fine shouldn't it i mean
3: yeah exactly so the the problem at the moment is that there's no transparency about all of this or any of this so what we're trying to work towards is putting all of those things on paper.
0: Yeah.
3: So in essence, captains know what to expect because that's a problem at this point. They don't know what to expect. They just know that three guys, the three head chairman or three head refs, will be in charge and they can decide whatever. But if there are some guidelines in place, maybe they can more easily put the say, the resp- final responsibility with these three guys instead yeah. of trying trying to keep it in fear of they don't know what mm. might happen. So, and,
1: and also, I mean, I know there's a tendency to make everything written down and, like, watertight, but we know from, like, all the slow play business that we've had in the past and time sheets that there's always a way around it. So, yeah. I mean, personally, I would like to have the rest to have a little bit of wiggle room to make sure that what's done is in the gentleman's agreement of what should be done, not, you know, if there's any shenanigans that come alight which the rules don't account for.
3: Exactly, yeah.
1: they, they, They have the power and the backing to do what is... What is right, or what is you know what is what is correct? So I'd like I'd like to see someone like on that going.
3: Exactly, and also what they what they feel like is right. You know, that's I think that's yeah. an important distinction to make. Uh... Yeah, definitely. So, and I think if if you go to a system like that where three people or or ten are in charge, that there will be less shenanigans because they have the authority to do something. You know. Yeah, definitely. So. Yeah, no, but that, that's that's what we're working towards. And I think the captains will accept that once it's written down on paper. At least that's my hope, so.
1: see. So I've got written down as my next my next question. Um, and I'll, and I'll, I'll quote this to you, because obviously um, I don't think I've got any bias here, but maybe it's coming out in my language. I've put, any thoughts on the unsporting fuck monkey players? <laughs> <laughs> well, so any, any thoughts on the, any of the, let's, let's put it a bit more diplomatically, the, the difficult... The difficult players who are using different tactics to win a game, not necessarily legitimate ones. Any any thoughts on that, Tom, and how we can how we can get around such things?
3: Well, for me, it's very easy, and I've suggested this in the past as well. Is I, I would like to have like a system in place where all these things can get tracked, and they're also transparent and open on the forum, so all the captains can see who is a uh, accountable for such things and right. I would say if you're a recurring offender you just get disqualified for a year or something like next year you're not attending simple as yeah so I think we really need to shift to a system like that because right now there's a few guys who keep on being involved with these kind of issues and it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's very sad that somebody spends 500 euros 2000 Euros, like the Americans, they come from abroad and then have like one or two or three of these games here where some lines are crossed, you know.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's that's also another really important thing. Pe- teams have got to be aware that getting points at the ETC by any means possible isn't doing them any favors. <laughs> exactly.
3: You, you know. But yeah.
1: So what? So this guy can get like fifteen points out of an impossible matchup, but he does it by fucking everyone over. <laughs> Which mm-hmm. you know, this is not what you want to do. And obviously, that that spreads like wildfire through the whole team. Even if only one guy is, everyone gets tarnished with the same
3: brush. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The thing I keep hearing is that uh, one of the things is timing. You know, like playing only four turns to get some extra points, because you know if the game goes to five that you have no chance, so I really want to impose a like a limit where at least five turns need to be played yeah. you know for everyone. it doesn't yeah. matter if you take an hour longer, we can no. devise some kind well, of yeah, penalty we've, for that, we've, but...
1: we've we've got a lunch time and we've got an evening time and if, exactly. if, if if both teams are okay with it going on, then there's no reason for it not to is there really?
3: games games need to finish you know as simple yeah, as that yeah.
1: definitely it can't it can't you know that kind of those kind of tactics can need to stop being rewarded
3: yeah but i have to say throughout the years i think it's gotten a lot better already i think yeah. uh, most of the guys who are at etc are getting to know each other a lot more and these things are not really as much uh, prevalent as they were before yeah. it's my feeling uh
1: I, I personally wouldn't want the stigma. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah <laughs> as, sure. as, as much as that's a, a motivational factor for some, and and some, it's because you know that's just the way we play the game. You know, like play it in an honest way. I mean, as I mean, I've said to you pers- uh, privately in the past. You know, it's meant to be a gentleman's game, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Full of gentlemen's agreements. You know, as much as we can, as long as we keep to that mantra, we'll, we should be going in the right direction, shouldn't we?
3: Yeah, I think it needs to be. I think if we allow the ETC to become an event where those things are just allowed, that at the end mm. people will step away from it, you know, because why yeah. would you spend so much money in going to an event where, of course it's going out with the mates as well, but if the games themselves are just crappy, I don't think anybody will bother really.
1: No, that's it. And you've got to be pretty unlucky to get those those players anyway, really. I mean, I mean we, we spoke about the potential of a, um, like a driving license penalty type affair, didn't we? which yeah. would need like you know many years of uh, of data collection to do it but sort of you know for every infraction you get a certain amount of points on say a UK driving license and once it gets above 12 then you can no longer play at the ETC so if you're on six points and accrue nine points during an ETC then you can't play those last games <laughs> yeah. which I, which I think would be would be a very good way of doing it obviously it would need fleshing out and then records would need to be kept
3: yeah, Which I'm is, a, I'm all in favor of that. I mean, yeah,
1: I'd I'd like I think that that, that would sort a few
3: yeah. issues out. Mm-hmm. I think if if the threat of that is in place, it's it's already enough.
1: Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, that's exactly it. The, the very threat of it. Maybe you, if if someone's got a couple of warnings in the last ETC, do you want to risk them? <laughs> mm-hmm. do, do you want to risk going in like maybe two games where he's not allowed to play? You know, so you're auto auto losing a, um, a, at least one of the eight games twenty nil. You know, it's um yeah, it makes everyone pull in the right direction, doesn't it? With the with the threat of,
3: uh, of yeah, nastiness. Uh, I so. would hope so. And like I said, we're working towards a system like that. I think the the rest from last year have been talking about that on Facebook. They released an initial draft, which still needs a. Uh, some work, but I think I would hope by by Christmas we have something definite that the captains yeah. can either ratify or not, or yeah. propose change or whatnot. But but I think we're getting there. So yeah,
1: I th- I think so definitely. I mean I mean Neil Neil Kerr, who was the head ref last year, definitely is the man to have on this job because mm-hmm. you know he's he's he'll, he'll listen he'll listen to thoughts, he'll listen to um to people, but he's also got that kind of respect and authority. At the time yeah. to pull it off,
3: <laughs> Neil, Neil is one of those gentlemen, you know. Yeah. So, having somebody like him in, in charge is, uh, yeah. is a, a good thing, but yeah. I, that's also the thing, you know, it changes so quickly. Um, I don't know if he'll be there for a couple of years. I mean, his, his personal life might take over and he might not make it to the ETC because he hasn't been part of an ETC team for a while, so mm. he's been playing less and less. So, I don't know if he'll keep on. Being involved with the game uh, yeah. as a head ref or something, so
1: I mean that's why it's important we get the system up and up and going and running. Yeah. you know, whilst there is that authority, you know, just to get people into the right mm-hmm. into the right frame of mind. I mean, obviously most of these problems are like the one percent, aren't they? So ninety nine percent, there's no problem anyway.
3: Like, like I said, you know, we played Ukraine in the first uh, round this this year, and there were some. Some rumors that they were like, you know, not a nice team to play, but most of us didn't have any issues with any of the guys. So my my opponent was a charm, you know. So I think it's it's lessened over the years this kind of douchey kind of game style. So Yeah.
1: I think so definitely. There's there's you know, it's it used to be like every other game, whereas now it's like one in six, if you're unlucky. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so yeah, definitely. I think it's definitely going in the right direction.
3: And I think also from over the years we we've isolated the problem cases already. So I think even if we put a system like that in place, we can immediately just make some on-call decisions based on what we know already. You know, if it's the same offender, it's just make sure to work of it, and that's that. That's yeah. that's that's my vision on the thing. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: it. So uh, the ETC 2015. So success. Remember I would, it was a
3: good one. I would say so. I would say so. Basically, you know, everybody got what they paid for. Uh, you got a venue to play at. Uh, everybody was there together again. Uh, so, mm. I would say it for the success could have been better, should have been better. Some things were promised that were not delivered, but in the end, I think I uh, think it was okay. Yeah. I think it was okay.
1: And as for the Germans score, no one could touch the Germans this year gaming wise, uh, they. They were on another level. That was only them this year. Who were just playing beyond, I think, anyone else. I think that middle pack very interesting, though.
3: Mm-hmm, exactly. The, tra- I, the,
1: the chasing I, packs, like seven or eight teams big, you know, who could probably beat each other depending on the round.
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think yeah. uh, it's coming closer closer together, and I think the the smaller teams are catching up. But uh, yeah, the Germans this year were they were unstoppable.
1: Outrageous is what it was. They,
3: they broke some records.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they smashed it. Yeah,
3: literally. So, it and the thing is, prior to the event, you know, nobody gave a a dime for their chances. You know?
1: No, no.
3: And also, looking at their lists, people were like, nah, you know, they have like half ass lists, so it's not going to happen. But yeah, I'm I'm surprised
1: people don't already know that. As soon as you look at a list and think that's not very good, you know, it's going to be shit hot. <laughs> mm-hmm. You look at the net list, you're thinking, oh, that's going to be bad, but then it's like. Like an orangutan's playing it or something. You yeah. can't, can't really get much out of it. But yeah, it's always those, those nasty lists you're not quite sure of. Well, why didn't you take that? Or why didn't you just spam this a bit more? Rather than those weird choices.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: They're always the ones you've got to watch out for. There's always a plan
3: for it. Yeah, yeah but I think the Germans are just so good at this game. Uh, they're always, always going to be contenders, no matter what kind of list they oh, take. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So, should we move on to the ATC going forward then, Tom? So, moving into, uh, into 2016, which is going to be in Athens, isn't it, in Greece?
3: Yeah. So, yeah, it's going to be in Athens. They just released uh, the, the final venue. So, they've signed a contract and everything. So, that's been posted on the forums like two weeks ago, I think. Excellent. So, everybody can start booking and whatnot. <laughs> but uh, it's looking great. Uh, the venue is looking really, really good so
1: and they've been overlooked a few years in a row haven't they really greece so um yeah i think what for the last three years they've put a bid in is that right
3: yes yes and so in the in the past uh i also also was a bit skeptical because their community is very divided Yeah. so if you organize something as big as, as dtc you need to have your community together To but i think also the the ETC teams from Greece over the years got to know each other a bit, like the fancy guys and 40K guys. So I think they're now in a spot where they 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 are more ready for it than yeah. three years ago. So
1: yeah, I mean, just looking at the feedback from um, sorry, I can't remember the guy's name, the the 40K captain
3: for Greece, who's yeah, guy? it's uh, Janos.
1: That's it, Janos. I mean, just just looking at the things that he's saying on the forum, you know, you, you can tell that a lot of thought and a lot of preparation is going into this one.
3: Yeah, and they're they're prepared also to make sacrifices. Like they yeah. would rather not have a forty K crease team than have a rather crappy ETC, so they 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 have the right mentality. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: really, really good. So I, I think they're gonna knock it out of the park, so I don't think anyone... <coughs> Oh bless That's...
3: you. <laughs> yeah that's uh, the wifey <laughs> so so yeah I, uh, from what I've seen from, from the Greek guys they have everything in hand at the moment they're really working towards delivering a good ETC so I'm very very hopeful that uh, it will be a good one
1: yeah I think I think I think they'll knock it out of the park mate
3: somebody somebody needs to give Serbia a run for their money
1: yeah yeah otherwise we are back there again yes scraping ourselves off that concrete once more
3: mm-hmm.
1: never mind so Regarding the chairman, I understand there's going to be a little bit of a a structural change to the chairman role. Is that something you'd like to go into?
3: Yeah. So, well, it remains to be seen, of course. Uh, Right now there's a proposal on the table because the issue in the past has been that um, we, we chairman, we don't really have any control over what happens. You know, we're just like the missing link between the captains and what they want and the organizers. And we try to relay info between the two. Mm. It's like um, we don't really have a say in things. I think a lot of people have the wrong impression about what it is the chairman does. I think they think they're like CEOs of the ETC or something or whatnot. But um, basically, we don't have any any leverage over the organizers. So we want
1: to. And you don't get paid either. I've heard that rumor.
3: Yeah, it's a rumor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't get jack shit. That's true. It's just just, just, a,
1: just a load of shit <laughs> from every a, angle. A
3: crap load of shit. Yeah. <laughs> But, um, yeah, so this year we, we plan to make an association somehow, somewhere that, uh, would in give us like a, a legal, legal entity to okay. work from. So we could like, uh, then take some money from the, the teams that subscribe yeah. and then withhold that money and then just pay to the organizer when everything they promised was delivered. So that would give us some leverage over, yeah making sure that some things are enforced at ETC. Yeah. So we, we, we don't have a repeat from Gorzov in Poland, where the organizer basically made a crap load of money on the backs of the, the attendees, mm. or something like last year, where also the organizer just, yeah, fell through on so many so many aspects of uh, what he promised that we would have preferred to not give him uh, some of the money.
2: Yeah.
3: Um, yeah. The, the thing also is that there's like suppose the Greeks organize it and they make a, a miscalculation in their budgets, there's nothing to fall back on, you know? It happened in Switzerland where there was like a deficit of like six or 7,000 euros. Yeah. And then the question is, where does that money come from? I think after DTC, it's not a a very good possibility to ask from every attendee like 1 or 2 euros to make up for that mm. so we hope that if we make like a legal entity like that in the future we'll be able to get some cash somehow like if uh, the serbians made like 6000 euros they can just deposit that money onto our account and it will be like a fund that can be used for for things like that in case a yeah. deficit is made we can just well that's our,
1: it uh, like, a, like a maybe a float for certain years you know
3: Exactly, exactly. Yeah. We, can, we can invest in terrain, storage of terrain, specifically for ETC. We can use it for lots of things, really. Mm. We can use it for, like, uh, like there's been demands to have, like, on-site um, coverage. We can use this to pay people to do that. Uh, we can have streaming. We can invest in, in a lot of things, which is really lacking at the moment. So yeah,
1: But it, it needs the trust, isn't it? It needs the trust of the community for that to happen.
3: Yeah, basically, you need to which, trust yeah, one which, guy who, who yeah. will make that situation happen with, together with two or three other people. Uh, yeah,
1: which is obviously, once the geeks get behind a computer screen, they're very low on trust when it comes to that kind of thing. So,
3: and, and they're right at some point, you know. I mean,
1: well, yeah, but I mean, you know, people have been burnt before. But you've got to think, well, this is, you know, this is all accountable. This has got, this is so accountable by these people. No one's going to run off with like, with free grand and then. Ruin every relationship that they've made at the ETC, you know. You know, I don't think I don't think that would happen. I think if you, yeah, you well, you give, you give the right people the right power in the right legal frame, obviously that that Pierre trying to set up. Then
3: mm-hmm.
1: I think that should put a lot of people's minds at rest, and it should it should work well. Yeah, with
3: I, I, I would I would hope so because that's the thing that needs to change for the future if we want to avoid situations like Garzof, where guys okay, just make twenty, thirty thousand euros profit uh, i think also jan last year made like at least five to ten thousand euros profit just on the rings alone so yeah if you want to stop those kind of things from happening then uh, i mean need you don't you don't
1: re- I mean, you don't resent people making money from the etc you know you you, you want them to ha- you want them to be in the black by uh, by a way you know by a long way you know it, it's they've put a lot of effort into this it's only right they get some 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 money compensation for in time.
3: Uh, that's it. I, I think that's a huge uh, problem with the charter at the moment where it says you can't make any money because I think somebody who organizes DTC should make money off of it. Yeah.
1: So. Definitely. I mean, obviously not enough to pay your mortgage, but certainly enough to make it worthwhile. Yeah.
3: yeah. You know. Exactly. I mean, I I know for a fact that organizing DTC takes like two or three months out of your life, you know, where you're oh, every day okay. in, you're, you're just basically organizing this thing for like $600 geeks. So. It's yeah, it's 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 it takes so much out of you that, yeah.
1: Mm.
3: If if you want to pay somebody to do that, I mean, guess how much money would go into that? I mean, so I I would I would hope that we're okay with having those people like recuperate recuperate some of their uh, time with uh, some money for it. But um, yeah, at at the moment, uh, that's not really the case. It's not written black and white that that's okay, you know. So I would yeah. I would like that to change actually.
1: So is there going to be um, uh, – I've heard that there's going to be like a chairman for each game system that's going to be there. So there's going to be an elected chairman, say, for 40K, for Fantasy, for X-Wing. Is that
3: right? Yeah. So the the thing with the chairman is that right now six people get elected. It doesn't really matter which game system they're from, although we try to keep it like a 2-2-2 kind of chairman thing, like two for Flames of War, two for Fantasy, and two for 40K. But that hasn't always been the case. And then you also have the case of people just disappearing during the year. So yeah. there's six chairmen, but only like two or three are active, you know? Like yeah. happened with Pierre for the last year and a half. Uh, his real life uh, got in the way. He wasn't really involved, which is why I got so involved with all these votes and and doing things for the 40K side of things, even mm-hmm. though I wasn't the chairman. Um, but um you have that problem every time chairman get elected, like they're Open for the position, they apply for it, they get elected in, and then they just fall from the map. Yeah. So, how do you, how do you plan things as a, being a chairman group? Like, you have six guys that are responsible for running everything and only three are active. So, there's no way to get a majority. Like, if two guys say this and the other guy uh-huh. says that, you're waiting for the other three to respond, which never happens. So, it's like a delaying factor. Yeah. It's always on, on, on the proceedings. So, you want to step away from that and, Basically, have uh, one guy be responsible for every system. Yeah. And then have uh, one guy overseeing all the other guys. Right? We think that's that's a good way to go. So, one guy that's in, in charge of all the communications and whatnot and yeah. overseeing things. And then just having people uh, be in charge of what they like to do. You know, like me, I'm only interested in 40K. I'm not going to do X-Wing or, or Kings of War or whatnot—it doesn't really interest me. I don't really know too much about it in 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 the sense that I would be able to make a rules pack or make suggestions for rules packs because I don't have the time to invest into all those things. So yeah. I think it makes more sense that way.
1: So do, do we know when these um these chairman roles are going to be up for voting? I know there's there's not been a vote started yet, has there?
3: No, 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 no. So yeah, I think the chairmen are also at this moment a bit divided about all these things. So. It's going to be a bit every which way, but uh, i have been poking them, so I hope it will happen soon. It should happen this month, uh, they promised to start in October, but we're already mid October, and nothing has happened so
1: yeah it sounds it sounds like I need to get on some flaming in the council. yes, yes.
3: <laughs> exactly no way it needs to happen soon and uh, we haven't I think...
1: got time for diplomacy
3: <laughs> exactly,
1: <laughs> yeah no, that should i I think that's a better way I think that's a better way of doing it. well, it's a different way of doing it. So probably better. The, the choices you you suggest are 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 sound. You know they're good reasons. So and it's very time sensitive. A lot of these things for the ETC, isn't it? So to be yeah. bog, to be bogged down waiting for a, a a democratic procedure is not necessarily the best thing. Mm-hmm. In some yeah. respects, and obviously anything larger can go to the captains anyway. You know, gaming wise, just it's some more of the the mundane decisions that need to be yes or no. <laughs>
3: I, yeah. guess. I, w- I would also try to impose uh, having all this open, you know, like a lot of these things that the chairman discuss. I think a lot of captains could could contribute to those things as well, but it's behind closed boards. Nobody can see it, basically. Yeah. So I would like to open that up and increase transparency and all these kind of decisions the chairman have to make so people are aware of what it takes and they can chime in. You know, I would really, really like that. Uh, yeah, that's good. So, and I, I, I think if you have one chairman for every system that that can be opened up and uh, then you can have one person in charge of all the, how to say it, things on the side, like all these little decisions that are involved with the organizer and venues and timing and all these things that he can communicate more freely uh, yeah. on that because you're not waiting for five other guys to chime in all the time. So... I think it would speed up a lot of things. Yeah, uh,
1: definitely.
3: Is the process a lot.
1: Definitely. Well, you'd have my vote anyway, Tom, if you decide to stand, obviously.
3: Yeah, but the thing is that uh, right now there's like a discussion going on about that, but the way it was presented was not really good. So at the moment it looks like it's not going to pass. So this is a a call out to all the 40k captains and fancy captains listening to this podcast to. Try and change your captain's minds about this and vote yes on that kind of structure for the ETC because it needs to happen if things are going to go a bit better. Yeah.
1: We just got to take a leaf out of the towel, haven't we? Mm-hmm. It's got to be for the greater good. Yeah, and, exactly. And and, uh, and all that shit, <laughs> fucking towel. <Yeah>. Sorry, <laughs> too too much towel going on in the brain now. Yes, all I the can see why. blowing up everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Horrible things. Bloody fish head Flying too now. I know, that's crazy. Crazy flying fish. Who knew?
3: Flying fish or the <laughs> construction.
1: <laughs> so we're currently in the middle of uh, one of the votes as well, aren't we, in the Captains Council um, for yep. for the for the coming rules pack? Do you just yep. want to go through um, how we get to the the uh, the decisions for these rules and how um, how they're all voted in and whatnot? How you how you put them together.
3: Yeah. So basically there's always, uh, so after every ETC, we do like a bit of polling of what and how and how we want the rules back to change. Like, uh, yeah, we had seventh edition, then we played, uh, with some of the restrictions from six still in place. And then the year after we really wanted to play seven. So the com changed as well. And then now after Kim's workshop increased our release schedule. We were still playing with a, an old compact where people couldn't play the things they play in regular tournaments because the ETC comp was so different. So this year we polled the captains after DTC ETC and it was clear that they were ready to open up everything. So we put some votes in place for that. And um, it appears now that everything is a bit more open. Um, there were some major decisions with the first vote in the sense that uh, you can't duplicate armies anymore. So you can't have like an Eldar as a main and elder as an allied like it was before, so yeah. you can just take every army once in a team, which will change things a lot for yes, the next. Is, I
1: mean that is that is massive, isn't it? You know that's that's,
3: that's a very 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 big change. Yeah. Yeah, that's
1: really uh, good. So like if so, for an example, for anyone who doesn't know or any captains who aren't really keeping up with the forum, you naughty boys um you can only have like say eldar once and once one one player in your team has said right i've got eldar no other eldar is available but then i think it's up to is it up to four sources you can use is that right is that yes four maximum yeah so yeah so you could have eldar um inquisition um an assassin and maybe i don't know flesh terrors drop pods or something like that and um even though that'd be a terrible army don't 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 judge it on that um once those sources are used once by one player, no one else can use them again for any other team. That's right, isn't it?
3: Yes, that's absolutely right. Yeah, so, so we are hoping this will increase a bit the variety uh, overall. Massive, massive yeah.
1: diversity, now when you know, when mm. you think about that, you know.
3: Yeah, and, and then that... the, the second second big change was that right now you have a lot of games where you know if a certain pairing goes that you, you, you'll have trouble with the game, you will go off 20-0 or you'll scramble for points which isn't really all that fun if you're thrown under a bus every game so we try to open up that a little bit by changing the pairing system yeah, and adopting the fancy one which is also a very, very, very big change because basically now you put forward an army, the opponent counters with two armies and the yeah. defender actually chooses which of the two armies you'll mm. play against which is,
1: I mean, just that in, the in-depth decisions now that are going to go into that i mean I, that's one thing that i think that, that that team Wales do quite well it's like mm-hmm. you know make the most of those little matchup games but now the amount that you've got to play with now is amazing
3: i have really exactly. looked forward to it it's, exactly and it also enforces a, a different kind of kind of conceptual approach to your your army list you know
1: yeah yeah
3: either you go way weird with like armies that are only countered by one or two other armies or you go like a bit uh come all, take all commerce, you know? So yeah. I I hope it will balance the entire thing because yeah. like, like right now you have like two or three odd lists out that, you know, if you take like a, a look at your list that half of the armies that you take cannot do anything against, which is not really the, mm. What what ETC should be about? I think it should be about going there and then duking it out on the table, where tactics and skill make the difference, and not yeah. really armless and and pairing. I think uh, if we can tone that uh, aspect of the game a bit down and make it a bit more challenging again, it would be a good thing. Yeah, For,
1: cause it, yeah, because I, I know a lot of a lot of cases like, oh, great, well, great, you managed to get your Eldar against a perfect opposition. <laughs> Well mm. done, here's twenty points. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, so if they've now got the difference of like, well, you can either take on our Eldar or you can take on this Grot army, you choose. <laughs> yeah. Then you know you'll probably take on the Grot army. Or you could take on the Eldar to get him out of the way. There's lots mm-hmm. of little games within games there. So I'm I'm really looking forward to that change. I think it'd yeah. be awesome.
3: Exactly, and I think you're not alone in that. <laughs> I think everybody is. It changes so much that uh, it's it's exciting again, you know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like a dog with a bone now. Also, I've 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 read while well, I'm I'm involved as well um, that we're hopefully going to go a bit more rules as intended with some of the rules this year because I, I know of some of the most common complaints that the ETC gets is some of the more bizarre rulings.
3: Yeah, well, uh, I, I've I've been involved with FAQ for for a couple of years now, and so it's, it's your fault, is what you're saying? It's my fault, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> totally my fault. No, and, and yeah, the way it was ruled in the past always is we stick to raw as close as possible. You know, the rules as written because yeah. it's the easiest thing to do. But uh, I've been getting a lot of complaints over the years that yeah, that's not really how it should be played, or the majority of the communities don't really play it that way. So. But uh, it's it's difficult to know where the consensus lies because you never have a, a clear view of who, who plays what and where. So mm. I'm trying to change that this year by having this poll about who, what the captains would really want, like raw or, or intended, and then we are gonna rule it the way the majority will want it. You know.
1: So. Yeah. So uh, straight turn with cavalry is what you're saying.
3: Yes, exactly.
1: Excellent. See, so the only reason we played straight, I mean, this is the whole reason why it's gone worldwide is because of that bloody Matt Robertson. Exactly Who said well I mean, everyone plays it in the UK Yeah only because everyone plays it in the UK Because you're making them play in the UK Because you're on the GT council you bastard mm-hmm. And it's every, everywhere
3: Every rule that has been decided like that Where people are upset about I blame Matt It's Matt's fault it,
1: Yeah yeah totally. Well I, it, it depends on what he plays It's depending on what ruling you play. Exactly and But since he that, plays
3: everything it's always his fault
1: Well yeah exactly he, <laughs> he was playing knights when was magically got made Only strength 9 Yeah yeah, the Cheesy little bastard that he is. <laughs> Unbelievable. But yeah, I mean there's some there's some more stuff, isn't there, that that's like should be rules intended. Like the um the gargantuan creatures only being able to fire two weapons, um, in the rule book. I mean, you can say it says that, but should they be re- only restricted to two, whereas super heavy vehicles can fire everything, you know, it's just raw sure. raws, raws, uh, rules is intended.
3: Yeah, as like opposed the, to... the, the mm-hmm. bloodthirster summoning from the current demon king as well, and changing his his flight mode when he's summoned. So all those little things, uh, I would like to change them. You know. Yeah, yeah, make it usable. Yeah, it's like sh- you can psychic shriek on a chariot, and you you make the shriek go on the chariot. I mean, it makes no sense. Obviously, the guy <laughs> riding it will be affected. So all yeah. those little things, I think we we should change to have a bit yeah. more sensible approach to the. FAQ, but yeah,
1: well, we know that g w can't can't run I mean fancy going for rules is written when the company who are writing these rules are so terrible at writing mm-hmm. rules yep, yeah, it's bizarre, very bizarre but yeah, so um it, it it looks good this year, hopefully we get a lot of things sorted out this year before we before we get to Greece, and we can um we can make it one of the best ones yet yeah, you know, as long as we all get our ducks in a row and the captains look on the council every every week at least put their input in mhm
3: yeah like i said it's it's also the chairman's job to to poke them a little bit to to get involved you know and i think the last two three years it's been declining a little bit the captains mm-hmm. interaction with all these things um so i, I would hope that uh, that would pick up a little bit again yeah. in the...
1: as, as yeah it's, it, it can be a bit daunting i know yeah. it's um It'll only take three or four Uber enthusiastic teams to start arguing like semantics on certain issues, which would make people just skip through lots and lots of posts in the forums. which
3: Yeah, and and I also understand, you know, because there's been a lot of turnover of captaincies the past few years. So when you're a new captain, you're, you 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 keep a low profile, you know. So yeah, but uh, yeah, people should be aware that they shouldn't do that. If they have an opinion, they should just speak uh, speak up. Uh, Definitely. Definitely. And hopefully we can
1: we can all come to an agreement. I know we will. We're all grown men. Exactly. Yeah. That'd be good. So hopefully, mate, we can um we'll get these chairmen's roles sorted out and then uh you and the rest of the guys, if you obviously indeed if you um if you get onto one of the systems or, or whatnot. Oh well, are you are you part of Team Belgium this year?
3: Um, the, we don't know yet. Uh, I mean, I'm not the captain this year. Uh, Nika, the mighty dwarf, is again the captain. So, <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I saw that on your on your Facebook group. Please. Um...
3: Yeah. So September is always very busy for him with work. So yeah. he hasn't had the time to communicate about these things, or so nobody has a clue of what's going on, or when, or what. So we're gonna sort it out in uh, the coming months, I think. Wonderful. But yeah. I, I hope to make the team. Please, I'm uh, sure
1: you will. I, I, I've, I've seen what go. you're like with you Screamer Star. You'd be fine. Yeah.
3: Otherwise, <laughs> uh, I, I hope to pitch on on another team, or I'll I'll apply for a head ref position, or a ref position, or something. yeah. Or,
1: yeah. No.
3: or I'll take a vacation in Greece and hope in uh, <laughs> Yeah.
1: Well, you definitely be going, won't you? It's like the same as me. It's like you can't you can't not go now.
3: I can't can't not go exactly.
1: it's, it's in the blood. It'll be there forever.
3: Exactly. I've made so many great friends at ETC that. I'll be there regardless. So,
1: <laughs> yeah, that's it. Are you coming to Wales for the Six Nations?
3: Uh, I, I would hope so. Again, if I'm on the team and oh, I
1: oh, if you're yeah. on the team, come on, Tom. We yes. need a head, we need a head ref just in case you're not.
3: <laughs> well, I'm I'm up for that. I'm up for that.
1: <laughs> it sounds good.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> Wonderful. Well, thanks very much, mate. Um, if anyone's got any questions at all regarding the etc, where's the best place that they can address those to the powers that be?
3: Um. Yeah, there's still the Warhammer <laughs> forum. Uh so warham.org.uk where there's like a general section For forty K and Fancy where you can just drop any any kind of topic with a question you have in mind. Yeah and then you can also drop a line to any of the current chairmen if you have a more pertinent question about team makeup and whatnot or mm. and,
1: so... if, and if you want to start a team, where's the best place to go? Say so, say um our Canadian friends want to start a team but they're not sure how would how would they best start Team Canada?
3: Well, you can just go on the general 40K boards, It's uh, because uh, the 40K boards, 40 captains are behind closed, uh, closed doors, nobody can see it except if you're given access, so they should just uh, apply at the general section, say that they're the captain of Team Canada, and then we'll give them access, and then uh, they can uh, can join in the fun. Yeah. that's basically that's basically how it happened in the past uh, like there's a guy from team Turkey that applied we gave him access he hasn't been involved much and I don't think he's ever made a team come There's a South African captain as well that had access to the forum so uh, it, it has happened in the past that we get contacted for these things yeah. so. I, I,
1: I think there's, I mean, for all these guys who might be bringing a team, there is a list of mercenaries as long as you're arm now. now. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: I think there's loads. I, I think half the UK scene wants to go to the ETC and only a quarter of them get on teams.
3: Mm-hmm. There's so, really no excuse for any kind of team. No. You can always find four marks if you want. But uh, yeah. I, I guess it's a problem for most because you would like to go with eight guys you know and not like show up with four guys that you might or might not click with, so... Yeah, yeah, true. True, so get them worth the hot, I guess. <laughs> but if you want in on the action, there's really no excuse, and I think you can easily find four guys who are willing to to join in the fun. I mean, look at the uh, guys from Iceland. I mean, they got absolutely hammered at ETC, but yeah. they, they loved it, so... I, really no
1: I, I'd case. love to have played
3: them. Yeah, As well, in it was... A they, blast.
1: They, they've they got such a good rep of just like being real good lads uh-huh. and, and Malta as well. You know, they they well, I've, I spoke to a few of them sort of outside having a fag or whatnot, and they yeah, they're really cool guys.
3: Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of cool guys at ETC. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, I hope, I hope since Christopher moved to California, I don't think uh, there's gonna be a nice team, but I do hope these guys uh, ever get back together and uh, make a yeah. team and make no, it definitely.
1: happen. Yeah. It'll be good. Yeah. <laughs> very good. Well, thanks, Tom. Um, I don't know when this will be out, but uh it might be out soon.
3: <laughs> okay. I'm looking forward to catching up on the new episodes. It's always a pleasure to listen to. So,
1: Thank you very much, Tom. So we will see you soon. No,
3: thanks for having me. And, um, yeah, hope to catch up soon. Okay. <laughs> Grand.
1: Thanks, buddy. So there you have it. An
0: end to uh ETC coverage there and I hope you found it useful and insightful the ETC is such a big event for so many countries uh, obviously so many countries involved we've only given you a, a handful uh, of those um, but hopefully you found it interesting and entertaining in the most part um, if as I said if you want to get involved in representing your local nation in the ETC or even thinking of putting a team together for a country that's not yet represented then feel free to get in touch with us via Facebook, facebook.com forward slash AOC podcast. We'll be happy to put you in the right direction um, so you can get involved in trying to represent your nation uh, next year's ETC, which I believe is in Greece. So that uh, brings it to an end. Uh, We'll be continuing with, um, I believe, coverage of our very own AOC Grand Tournament, which was, of course, won by josh roberts Um, if you haven't seen any of our recorded matches they are now on youtube if you search for allies of convenience gt um, or aoc gt 2015 uh, some of the videos should show up alternatively you can check out the playlist which should be on the aoc gt event page we can find through our very own facebook Uh, we'll be back talking about the um war of damocles i believe it is battlezone campaigns carry on of course is out now Uh, montcar should be out literally in a couple of days so we'll be talking about that and hopefully you'll be able to get some some cool new content about the ever-shifting 40k meta for you to consume this weekend but that's it for us this time Uh, we'll see you very very soon please if you can leave us a favorable review on itunes it really helps um, get us to more people Um, The more positive reviews, the better it helps us appear in uh, people's searches when they search for 40k. Uh, Thank you so much again to Bell of Lost Souls for all the wonderful uh, reviews you've written about our little podcast. It it really means the world. So thank you again um, and we'll see you next time.